Hello and welcome to Retrospection, a podcast where we take a look at an old film or TV show and decide if it deserves to be shown with cool, life-giving water or simply doused with sand and blown off. I'm Paul, and for this episode, my regular co-host, Colin, he's, uh, he's off on a secret mission for CI5. Well, that's what he says anyway, I've got my doubts. But in his place, we've got a guest host. Adam, are you there? I am, mate. How you doing? I'm glad you're there. <laughs> I've been talking to myself. Yeah, you are, yeah. I've just come on. <laughs> You've just come on, yeah, right? I've just come on. <laughs> Messy. Um, <laughs> so, um, thanks for doing this. That's right. You've been a long-standing uh, supporter of the show. You sent us um, a song all the way back in the day, didn't you? That we played a few times. It was yeah. Well, it was called Better Back in the Day as well. So. Yeah, I think that's what we were originally yeah. going to be called. Yeah, wasn't it was. It? Yeah, and then you then you decided not. To. <laughs> That was all Colin's fault. That's nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, good to have you. And um, I think we'll be seeing a... Um, uh, well, not be seeing. You'll be hearing a little bit more of you in, in the future. Um, because Colin's going to be busy for, for a few weeks. Um, but yeah, it's great to have you. So um, let's crack on, shall we? Let's go. So in this episode, we'll be discussing Tank Girl from 1995. Oh, you've come in at a good time, haven't you? Quality. Quality <laughs> years for films. <laughs> I bet you've been looking forward to this, haven't you? I have, actually, because I, I obviously remembered watching it, even though what I'd have been. I'd have been 11. Wow. Just about 11, I think, when it came out. Maybe just before I was 11. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I remember watching it, at least. <laughs> All right, sh- shut up. You're making me feel old now. <laughs> So the, uh, the plot, according to IMDb, is a masterpiece. A girl is among the few survivors of a dystopian Earth. Riding a war tank, she fights against the tyranny of a mega corporation that dominates the remaining water supply of the planet. I want to see that film. I do. It would be good. I'm not sure where that was. It would be good. That would be good. Did you see... Uh, did you see I've got the taglines for this film. Oh, please do. Go on. Yeah. It's got, in the future... The odds of survival are a thousand to one, and that's the way she likes it. <laughs> well, you say they're a thousand to one, but there's a lot of people in this film. Yeah, there is quite a few. For for a, a, supposed to be a dystopian world, it's uh, it's highly populated, isn't it? I think those odds need to be lowered a little bit, don't you? Yeah, if there, if there was a million to one that something would be coming from Mars, I think uh, <laughs> these should be a little bit shorter. I think. <laughs> Any others? Yeah, there was in 2033, Justice rides a tank and wears lip gloss. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> that's not bad, actually. Yeah, that's a good I one. I don't know where she got all the lip gloss from. Well, th- there is that question mark over a lot of the things in this film, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, there is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. March, oh, March 95. Yeah, it was just yeah just before I was 11. So. Wow. Yeah. Well. Do you want me to... A couple of films that were out that, that month? Oh, yeah, go on. All right, Tommy Boy. Tommy which Boy. Actually, which was actually, I do quite enjoy that film. Uh, Dolores Claiborne. Oh, right, okay. Bit of Stephen King. Another yeah. good one. Yeah. <laughs> Not so good. Leprechaun 3. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> did did uh, did Warwick Davis actually do all the Leprechaun I think he films? did. I think he might have done, yeah. He's probably disappointed that he's still not doing them, I would have thought. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. yeah. And the best one... Rudy the Racing Pig. That's a that's a movie. That is a movie. I didn't see what it was about, but uh, yeah. I would imagine it's about a racing pig. You, I, I I thought it might be the racist pig, but that was, <laughs> but that was something else. 
That was a... just some white, just some white bloke in <laughs> London with a bald head ranting and raving in a pub. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, so I think they chose the right time to release this. Maybe not against uh, Dolores Claiborne, but you know, no one could have seen that Tommy Boy was actually going to be quite good. So um... yeah, I was just, I was just thinking that. I mean, you say that they chose the right time um, to release this, but. Um... Yeah, Obviously so, they didn't. No, in hindsight, <laughs> no, no. In hindsight, they probably didn't. Well, the film stars Laurie Petty as Rebecca, aka Tank Girl. Um, I don't don't think anyone actually calls her Tank Girl in the whole movie. Everyone just calls her Rebecca, don't they? Yeah, or Becky. Yeah, I don't. She, you know, she she has a tank, and that's it. And she's a girl, so that's pretty that's much it. where they got it yeah. from. <laughs> uh, Naomi Watts, a very young Naomi Watts, as Jet. Uh, Don Harvey as Sergeant Small, unfortunate name. Yeah, that bloke was a dick. <laughs> He's a dick in everything, that guy. Have you ever <laughs> yes, Yeah, yeah. Um, Ice T as T Saint. You think they gave him a T in his name so that he could remember the name of his character? Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. We'll get we'll get to we'll get to those because there's a few things that I want to talk about with that. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I look forward to that. Uh, Jeff Cobra, the great Jeff Cobra, is uh, is it Booger? Booger? Booger. Booger. It is, yeah. Okay. yeah. Reg E. Cathy as uh, DT. I've just finished watching um, the second series of Luke Cage, and he, he plays Luke's dad. Does in, he really? In, the, in season two. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was a nice little link to... I bet that's not a patch on this movie, then. Oh, no, God, no. 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 The great Malcolm McDowell is Ke- Kesley. Is it Kesley? Kesley? It's another one. No one actually calls him it in the whole film, as far as I can no, tell. No, they don't. So I just we'll call, Im- we'll call him Kesley. Yeah. Kesley. Okay. <laughs> okay. And we got some small roles for Iggy Pop. Blinking, you'll miss him. Yeah. And uh, Doug Jones has got a small part in this movie as well. He has. He was. He's one of the. He's one of the rippers. Yeah. Uh, the film had a budget of twenty-five million and it grossed six million. Yeah, it didn't do too well, did it? <laughs> Uh, so clearly they didn't judge the right time no, to release it. Did no. they? I don't think any time would have been would have been the right no, time. Possibly. Really, I think it? Rudy the Racing Pig was uh, was its unsung hero of that month. I think. <laughs> if you're beaten by Rudy the Racist Pig, sorry, Racing Pig. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in a, for the play, I mean, you, you're going to get beaten by Leprechaun Three, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. The, the, yeah, there was a silly idea in the end, really. It, it was. And it was based on uh, the comic book by Alan Martin and Jamie Hewlett um, and was directed by Rachel Talalay, who would uh, go on to direct episodes of Doctor Who, Flash, Sherlock. But she previously directed the classic movie Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. I didn't realise you know, when I first started watching it, but being a, a huge um, Nightmare on Elm Street fan, um, it's something I thought I would have come across, but I, 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 never, I never picked up on that. So... Uh... I was quite pleasantly surprised. How often do you watch yeah, Freddy's Dead? <laughs> you don't get to Freddy's Dead very often, do you? <laughs> I normally skip it because I quite like um, New Nightmare. So I, it tends to be you watch like the first three, yeah. jump over to them ones, yeah. and then you know just miss out the other 12. Uh, just out of curiosity, how often do you get to the, uh, the remake? Never. That's what we like to hear on Retrospection. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it the first time, and uh, wasn't wasn't a fan. Excellent. I'm too much of a, a Robert England fan, you know. This. Well, in, in all fairness, he could still play the part. He could. Yeah. There is. Yeah. There's, apart from the 
falling over banisters and stuff. Mm-hmm. He probably could. Uh, well, you, he probably you could. stick that rubber mask on anybody. Doesn't matter, does it? If you push him over. No, <laughs> no, that's it. Mm-hmm. I still think they should do a, a prequel with even if you do that CGI thing where you kind of make him younger. Oh, the Marvel thing. Do, uh, the Marvel thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and do that for when he's like actually still alive. I, th- I always thought that would be a good idea, mm-hmm. but uh, it never. Apart from that online. Remember the online series? Oh they yeah. Done a, a couple of like ten. There were like eight to ten minute little um, ones on net, wasn't mm-hmm. there? Were, were actually quite cool. Yeah, they were pretty but, good actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They felt they felt very old, very old school. I felt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they didn't try and jazz it up too much. They could have been little plays each one. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, a few little tidbits about uh, Tank Girl. Naomi Watts is ashamed of this film, apparently. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I did see that. I'm not surprised. Yeah, but funnily enough, Malcolm McDowell isn't. He enjoyed it. Yeah. But I mean, he did do Caligula, so. He did. He did. Well, yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna bang a horse, I don't think there's not much you won't do, is there, really? And and <laughs> and that fair. isn't that isn't a euphemism, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. If you haven't seen Caligula, go and watch it. Because uh, it's pretty much where this. I found this film was a, like baseline softcore porn mm-hmm. that one crosses that line into actual porn <laughs> I always love the great quote from Malcolm McDowell that he said he took his mum to watch it and she loved it <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was the right, right the right one for that part then I think he was and he, or he had the right part for that role <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't he, go into he does that do detail. he does do some rubbish though doesn't he Malcolm McDowell he, he, he pops up a lot he does I, yeah I'm, I I don't mind it I liked him in um, in Generations mm-hmm. Star Trek Generations yeah. yeah and also um, what was it Satan's that that rock film he watched it oh yeah it's quite a recent movie yeah isn't yeah it? I can't remember what it's called Satan's something or other should look that up yeah. Yeah, I know the one you mean. If anyone, I'm sure someone will point it out. Yeah, someone point it out because I can't. It's, I'm sure it was Satan something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was good in that. Um, he, he always brings a bit of class to everything that he does, anyway, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he he always kind of does a performance that 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 screams, "I've been paid, so I'll just I'll just do it, <laughs> even, even if it's rubbish. I'll just do it." Yeah, yeah. So uh, the film was ex- uh, extensively recut after test screenings as well. Makes you wonder what they cut out, really, doesn't it? I can tell you. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Shall we save it? Yeah, let's leave it. Yeah, let's save it because that's that's a good that's a good bit. Of that. We'll save it to when we get to that point, as it were. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, <clears throat> and oddly, Emma Bunton, Victoria Beckham, and Jerry Halliwell from the Spice Girls all tried out for the lead role. All right, they also look a bit like the Rippers did. <laughs> Big teeth. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, big teeth, right. small boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and oddly, um, James Cameron and Steven Spielberg were quite interested in directing this at one point. <laughs> oh, really? Can you imagine Spielberg? Spielberg's take on this? Everyone might have been a bit more likable <laughs> if he if he would have done it. Oh, he made Tank Girl a kid, wouldn't he? But, yeah. Can you imagine the? Uh, did you say James Cameron? James Cameron would have was, yeah, was can, tempted. Can you well, imagine? Naomi Watts and Laurie Petty standing on top of the tank doing the the My Heart Will Go On bit <laughs> over a cliff. He'd have probably just cast Linda Hamilton and pumped her up, wouldn't he? Yeah, been a, you know yeah. what I mean? She'd have yeah. been that kind of a tank girl, really. 
But, um, yeah, so shall we listen to the trailer? Yeah, definitely. It's the year 2033. There's no law. No mercy. You're going to really love this one. Bang. And no water. There are three million liters of water underneath the blue dunes, and you will retrieve it. The odds of survival are a thousand to one. And that's just the way she likes it. Hi, my. Talented, isn't she? Hi! Feeling a little inadequate? She'll be fun to break. I like things. Lori Petty. Did I hurt you yet? Ice T. Turn this boat around and you're gonna get us all killed. And Malcolm McDowell. Just how many of my men did you kill? United Artists Pictures presents. Just say, I won. I won. Tank Girl. What's it like knowing you're about to die? You don't! Well, that tells you everything you need to know, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> right, yes, it close does. it up. Let's... <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, if, if you're still listening, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we've already watched it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is the fun bit. I know. Well, yeah, you say that. We'll see how it goes. Uh... <laughs> so we open up on the uh, UA logo to a, a quite a rocky guitar beat. And this won't mean anything to you, Adam, but when I see the UA logo and it doesn't go straight into the gun barrel sequence from James Bond, I'm I'm not very happy, to be honest. No, I bet. Yeah. Although that is showing my age a bit, I think. Yeah. That's it. You're talking to someone who's not a... I might get shot down for this. Not the biggest of James Bond fans. Um, I'm sorry. Colin won't have you back. No. That's right. <laughs> he, he won't listen to this anyway, so I'd... <laughs> Oh, you will. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> You'll have about 15 pages of notes given to you at the end of this, I'll tell you. <laughs> so we get an opening credit sequence of comic book images, which uh, tell everyone unfamiliar with the source material just exactly what we're dealing with, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I do like these parts, actually. I, I, yeah, the comic book bits. Yeah. It's interesting that another 90s comic book movie that we recently did on the show, Judge Dredd, um, did exactly the same kind of thing with their opening credit sequence as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems to be a way of kind of passing, not quite so much in the intro, but in, as the film goes on, of passing parts of time quickly, doesn't it? It does. And I think also that, that ha- having your opening credits looking like a comic book is a shortcut for the audience that might not necessarily be familiar with it. So the ones can walk out. <laughs> I didn't know this was a comic book movie. Yeah, bollocks to that. The music in this movie is quite good, though, isn't it? I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's 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 like full on in your face, especially this intro part. Ninety, a lot of it's night. Yeah, a lot of it's nineties grunge music, isn't it? Yeah, I was expecting yeah. Pearl Jam to appear at some point, but yeah. <laughs> they couldn't afford that one. Did you know that this opening song was um, uh, recorded by Dorin? Um, and it's actually a cover version of a Soundgarden song, and they tried to get the Soundgarden version, but they couldn't get the, the rights to it, so they got someone else to just cover it for them. Yeah, I did read that, yeah. <laughs> so we see a sign that says, Swim at your own risk, 
and we see a shot of uh, the dried out ocean, a destroyed Golden Gate Bridge and a passenger liner on its side. It's quite a good uh, map painting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you, you can't quite see it shimmering. But... <laughs> <laughs> we get a voiceover from Tangirl herself and she tells us that it's 2033 and that basically the world's screwed, as she puts it. Um, after a comet hit the Earth, and now there's no more water anywhere. And the little bits that are are controlled by um, this corporation called the Water and Power Company. But where'd it go? Yeah, I suppose it evaporated, did it? Well, as far as I'm aware, I'm not a scientist, but I'm pretty sure it, like, if a meteor hits, I don't remember it. I'm, I thought it would create a tidal wave and wipe everyone out as opposed to evaporate the sea. You'd think so. But... Yeah, because even if it displays the water, it had to go somewhere, didn't it? Yeah, because it, it isn't going to shoot off into space. Is it? <laughs> well, the, the asteroid hits and all the water just flies up into the air. Yeah, it's like a fat bloke jumping into a swimming pool. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I never go swimming. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is a bit strange. Um, and we see Tango riding a cow. <laughs> Literally right. Well, not well. Right. She's not. Well, no, she's riding. Yeah, it's not cow. that type of film. No. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Well, you say that, but we get some. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes on to tell us that um, it's her boyfriend's birthday and that she's shopping for a perfect gift. And uh, she's wearing a combat jacket, goggles, and a weird horned helmet. Yeah, the, the it's kind of like a quirky, quirky Mad Max look, isn't it? It is. It's yeah, Mad Max shopping in Primark or something like that. <laughs> Well, this is kind of like a Primark-produced movie, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Which, don't, yeah, don't get me wrong, I love me some Primark, but... Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I don't know what they... Sp- I'm trying to work out at the minute what they've spent £25 million on. I was just going to say, you can't really see where this £25 million's gone, can you? No. That that opening scene, I think, just the, the rights to the uh, <laughs> to the comic book. That, that map painting was costly, probably. <laughs> yeah. So she looks through a telescope and she sees a body in the sand... Which she tells us um, are Ripper leftovers, and we get a cutscene done. We get a cutscene done with artwork explaining that the Rippers are basically sort of flesh-eating mutants, aren't they? At this point, that's all we know. Yeah, I've got uh, the dead body with painted overalls. <laughs> I thought he was just a bloke cleaning up, but clearly he won't. <laughs> now, did you know that these? Um, all these animated segments in between all the scenes were only in there, really, because there were whole sections of the script that they didn't film. Oh, okay. So they just needed to make up time. They, they needed to make those transitions. So, and they haven't got they haven't got the stuff that they filmed. So they just got someone to do loads of animated bits for them. Maybe that is where the money. Uh, went. And they work. Oh yeah, it does work. Yeah, I actually um, I actually like the the animate the animated scenes. A lot more than some of the live-action scenes. So she searches the the, the bloodied-up body. I mean, he's, he's literally been ripped apart, his body, hasn't he? It's... Yeah, well, one of them has. And then the, the one that she's searching is kind of just laying there with, you know... What is that, what's that stuff they usually use? Like, um, uh, the, the stuff to mimic blood in those sort of... Oh, um, uh, corn syrup. Yeah, that's... Uh, literally mm-hmm. just, like, chucked it on the top of him and gone, that do. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So she continues telling us that the Rippers are led by um, Johnny Prophet. Lead, lead singer of the Rippers. <laughs> Johnny Prophet and the Rippers. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, what a great yeah. band. Dystopian band. I don't know. They had a difficult second album, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was no water. I mean, what are you going to no, do? No, that's it. Uh, so Tango then takes a bottle of water from the body and removes her helmet, giving us a first, our first glimpse at her. 
She's got kind of a, a Joan Jack punk vibe to her, hasn't she? It's very true to the comic, isn't it? That the look. It is. It is. What, what do you think of Laurie Petty then? Oh yeah, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Go my yeah, eleven-year-old me. Once more with feeling. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eleven-year-old me was 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 bouncing up and down inside still because. I, you know, steady on, was, <laughs> steady on. <laughs> what, what? Sorry, my missus in the other room. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was the reason I watched it the first time round. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the reasons I kept it on <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you know, she. I was completely oblivious to it. I mean, I was aware of it, but I mean, I, I never saw this. I've never seen this movie before. This is my first time. Oh, okay. My first time. So you remember her from? Um, Point Break and not a lot else. I, I don't really no because I don't really like Point Break. Oh, no, you don't like Point Break either. <laughs> right, we're going to stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone on the record on this show talking about Point Break. I think. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Did, so, now that we've spoken about Point Break, don't you think Gary Busey could have played a good Kessley though? Yes, he could have done. He'd have done it very differently could to Malcolm McDowell, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would have. It would have been really hammed up and yeah. over the top. <laughs> More hammed but... up than this. <laughs> well, it would have been like a really camp version. Well, of... you know, you, Malcolm McDowell, look at it this way. Malcolm McDowell's kind of like a, a well-cooked and marinated ham, whereas um, as um, Gary Busey's kind of more the sort of like left out in the sun and gone off kind of bit. You know, it's a bit smelly. And, yeah, yeah, too weak old smelly. ham. You wouldn't necessarily yeah. eat it, but, you you yeah, know, you'd, uh, you, 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 you'd look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd look at it, yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. He did a... He did a done a good job on this yeah I always find he plays bad guys but like, like in Lethal Weapon it, you know. yeah he's all teeth isn't he yeah, oh yes he could have <laughs> actually played the thing she was riding a minute ago <laughs> yeah I thought it was him actually <laughs> it was the mask <laughs> the mask over his face yeah it threw me you know um, so yeah so she um, she takes the, the dead body's water and she also takes one of his balls doesn't she <laughs> oh yes Luckily, he had two. He did have two, yeah. They're, they're like little silver balls, aren't they? Was it danger balls? Danger balls. <laughs> We've all had those. <laughs> <laughs> could have been worse. It could have been blue balls. <laughs> you know, I, I used that term on this very show a few weeks ago, and Colin, he thought I'd made it up. It's because he's lived in America for too long. He is. He's out of the loop, isn't he? I just thought that was a... I'm pretty sure I've heard it in, like, American TV. Yeah, he's, he's a, he doesn't mix. Oh, he doesn't watch American TV. He doesn't. Though. He doesn't watch a lot, does he? Like, no, no, he tries to stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has his... The stuff he likes, he likes, and the stuff he doesn't like. I'm sure you've noticed that on this on this show so far. <laughs> then again, though, if I said anything, it'd be the pot calling the kettle black, really, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it would, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here for. We're and I'm opinion. just as I'm just as bad. Yeah, well, it's just an opinion, you know. You don't have to yeah, agree with it. us. But no one's no. I'm right, but <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that you're right. Also, <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think we're more. Uh, I'm right, and uh, but you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong. Just say I just it. Don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I want to see it. Actually, just you know, just face the wall. <laughs> <laughs> So we cut to her off again, riding her cow to some um, killer riffs, don't we? Yeah. I'm quite surprised that you'd have a pet in this sort of condition. but Yeah, well, I mean, 
Well, we seem to be in a world where there's no water, and, and until there is water, until you need it in the sink. Yeah. Um, but we'll get we'll get yeah. to that. Uh, and and as you say about the cow, the cow's not going to last long anyway, is it? So. No, no, they'll be slapping him on a barbecue. Or <laughs> So she carries on telling us that um, her and her friends steal water when they can, and uh, she reaches a house on the hill. And it's um, again, it, we we keep getting intercut with more artwork all the way through this movie, don't we? Yeah, yeah, it's a huge. I'd say well, it's got to be at least a quarter of this film's probably animated, isn't it? Yeah. Would you reckon? Yeah, and the weird thing is that they they built this set of this house, but when it cuts to the, like the drawing of the house, it's better than the set. Yeah, it is. I, the one thing I, I I did I did really like was the the um, some of the like the models for the I think mm-hmm. it was the, the the water and power plant. I'm yeah, pretty sure it looked more like a model than a painting for them. Um, <laughs> but uh, the like far away shots, mm. were, mm-hmm. especially it was pretty much water and power is the only one I think. The rest, apart from the dunes, you get like the stock photos of dunes. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, they put in. Um, but we'll talk about the uh, vehicles. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. <all right. laughs> um, well, this was all in the day pre-CGI, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. That, that, it's definitely... Um, Models and practical effects. Yeah, practical effects, mm-hmm. yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I, even average mediocre ones, I'd still take over CGI. When it's done badly... Mm-hmm. It's really bad, isn't it? it it's bad, yeah. Bad CGI is more jarring than a bad model, I think. Yeah, because all you can do, you know, when you blow up a model of a house, mm-hmm. you're still blowing up something, and it's going to blow up in the right mm-hmm. way, isn't it, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Where if you try and blow something up in CGI and you get the physics of it wrong, mm-hmm. it looks a bit... It just looks a bit... Weak. Rubbish, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, a lot of the time on high profile films if it is done wrong mm-hmm. they haven't got the time well they, you know they the studios don't give them the time to fix it it's no. like right get this out get this out get this out yeah you know, we're three weeks because they you know it never runs to schedule do they no no so um oh it happens you know, it happens with really high profile films doesn't it as well yeah yeah definitely mm. yeah you look at stuff like that's i suppose that's the one thing going back to the uh talking about bond films mm mm-hmm. The action sequences, try, they try and do as much practical still as they can. Yeah. You know, like the the um, free running in um, yeah. Casino Royale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all just two blokes legging it yeah. about on a crane, isn't it? And they it's just they, they just remove the wires, don't they, with CGI? That's all they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subtly tweak things is, a bit, you know. Which is fine because you can't risk people's lives for stuff not unless you're Tom Cruise because <laughs> he can do what he likes but but uh, but then you look at like the Avengers um, I think it was a Winter Soldier do you remember they're running through the woods and that CGI looked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it looked a bit rubbish and you could tell especially watching it on a cinema screen yeah you know, it really did stick out where if they'd have literally just got them running through some woods I'm sure <laughs> it would have been fine <laughs> you know even if you yeah. had put someone in a fat Holt suit it, it, you know, it still would have looked better. Yeah, you shoot it from a distance. No one's going to know. No, that's it. Yeah, squint and look to the, look away. <laughs> no, practical's always best. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the house is our home, where a bunch of people seem to be hanging out, like it's early nineties fraternity house, don't they? It does. Yeah. Did you see the uh, trespassers will be slapped? Yes, I did. Those yeah. who enjoy it will be slapped again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a play on the 
trespassers will be shot, survivors will be shot again. Mm-hmm. Little things like that in this movie are quite good. Yeah, I do like that. Mm. Uh, one of the men, named Donna, goes down to a, a greenhouse to mend a water pump. Uh, it's a bloke that is wearing a spiderweb. Yes, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. wearing a spiderweb. That was all the rage back then. Oh no, we're in the future, are we? We're, we're not. In, I keep forgetting we're not in the nineties. Yeah. I mean, it we're, looks like the nineties. It's what about twenty years? Well, no, not even that, is it? No, from now. Thirty-three. Yeah. Fifteen years into the future. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing a spiderweb in fifteen years. I can tell you that. I don't know though. The weird thing about this movie, this is that if this is just fifteen years in the future, it still looks better than today. <laughs> yeah, true. It's Trump's America. <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we don't want to alienate. We might have some Trump listeners, you yeah. don't know. I mean, it's highly unlikely, but, you know. <laughs> so he's, he's down there fixing the pump, and Tank Girl steps out, pointing a gun at him. Did you notice the um, the target was on his hand before she comes around the corner? <laughs> I didn't notice that, no. You see his hand with the little cross on it, mm-hmm. and then she jumps around the corner and points the gun at him. <laughs> Maybe it can go around corners. Maybe. Maybe it's like the gun from I'm Runaway. You can go around corners. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. See, shared universe. Yeah, yeah. I think everything's in a shared universe. But, but this is the thing. I'm trying to. I'm my my little mission in life is to try and get everything that we do on retrospection connect, interconnected in some way. So there you go. You've done it for me there. Oh, okay. There you go. I've done it. Nice. I knew I was brought on here for a reason. Absolutely, absolutely, to back me up. <laughs> <laughs> So she steps out, pointing this gun at him, and she orders him to take off all his clothes. She does it in a really strange comedy Russian accent as well, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's some play acting, and then there's unnecessary stripping for the sake of unnecessary stripping up there in this. <laughs> yeah, so she so he takes off all his um, clothes, and, and he's just covering himself with his hands. And um, she orders him to uh, give her a salute, doesn't she? Like and points you. the gun at his at his. Family jewels, as junk. it were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the erectile dysfunction joke, which is quite cool. Oh, go on, remind me. I'm not I'm not good under pressure. <laughs> so again, there are some funny lines in this movie. There, there are, there are, yeah. They're throwaway, mm. but they're you know they are uh, they are mm-hmm. quite good. <clears throat> just to say, your your quality's just dropped slightly a little bit. Has it? What my what my joke quality? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, comedy kids run out and they're disgusted, aren't they? Oh, they're being weird again. One of them says. Yeah, and also the little girl's wearing a wanker t-shirt. <laughs> I didn't notice that really. Which you could probably get away with, due to apart from people in England, even though everyone seems to be Australian in this film. Is it an Aussie film? I, I think it was shot in Australia. Ah, okay, that yeah. makes sense then. And there's, I think there's quite a few Australians in it, in the little, in some of the yeah. roles and things, so, yeah. It's kind of a, one of those joint sort of productions, isn't it? So Tank Girl uh, and Donna, Donna, it, it seems like I was talking about a woman, didn't it? Donna, his name's Donna. It's, as in kebab. Donna kebab, that's, that's how we remember him. I call him kebab. Uh, so they just start laughing, it's all a joke, they're actually an item, aren't they? Yeah. So this yes. is the boyfriend that she was talking about earlier, I presume. I wouldn't have bothered. I'd have stuck with the ball that she was riding. I think. <laughs> <laughs> also, just just to go back about ten seconds, when he mm-hmm. was going into that secret hatch, <laughs> I'm going to put secret into these. The people at home can't see this, but 
secret quotation marks. Don't have the opening of, for the door just hanging in front of it. <laughs> he does it in full view of everyone in the room anyway, though, Because he, he? he pulled this, like, rope, the door <laughs> opens, and he walked through the secret door, let go of it, and then it closed. It's like, put it in a slightly secret place. So we cut to a little girl, Sam, and she's chiseling a weird rat thing out of some wood, isn't she? Yeah, I've got an issue with uh, children using chisels without supervision. Oh, yeah, go on. It's dangerous. Fair enough. <laughs> Get some personal experience with this, have you? Uh, well, when, I'm pretty sure when I was at school, there was there was some kid that got one jabbed into his wrist or something because they were pissing around. I'm pretty sure that I know we got ten years between us, but I'm pretty sure that and, and I grew up in the north of England and you and you grew up in the south. But that happened yeah. at my school as well, you know. That must have just, maybe just happened in everyone's class. <laughs> There's always some dickhead, isn't there? Yeah, there's someone pissing around. And... So, uh, yeah, so she's chiseling this weird rat thing, and Tank Girl says to her, um, that I thought you were making my Doris Day button. And she replies, but the wood talks to me. It said, Ripper. Jack? <laughs> I just more concerned about this girl who thinks that wood's talking to her. Yeah, there's some there's some talking going I don't I don't get that. She's an artist. Because, yeah. Okay, I don't think she made any... You know, you'd think if, if to portray that, you'd have like a few other things lurking about, wouldn't mm, you? Mm-hmm. Not just this one ripper thing that doesn't look like... You know, clearly no one's seen them before, had they? That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone assumes that these weird honking... Well, it looks more like... Do you remember the, um, uh, the village? It looks more like one of those... Oh, those weird uh, creeping things. There's yeah. M. Night Charlemagne yeah. things. Mm-hmm. It looks more like that. Yeah, it does a bit, yeah. And, and and she's only got, as you say, she's only got one other thing that she's carved on that shelf. So she's clearly only just started doing this, hasn't she? Yeah. And to be honest, as, as much as I, you know, going back to the chisel thing, that's quite good if you're if that's the only the second thing you've ever made. <laughs> See, she's talented. She's... Yeah, I, try, I, try to make, I try to make a mortise and tenon joint once and that'll come out very poorly. <laughs> uh, you know what the problem was, don't you? The wood wasn't talking to you. Um, or it was. It was telling me I should have made something else and I ignored it because <laughs> I just assumed it was the voices in my head. <laughs> Maybe the wood was screaming at you, leave me alone, put me down. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's probably more likely, isn't it? If, if the wood could speak to you, it would be screaming because you were stabbing it. with. A... So, so another boy comes in and he, and he sort of laughs at her saying uh, how can you know what one looks like referring to the rippers no one's ever seen one she says he, he says and she replies no one's ever seen your peanut dick <laughs> alright <laughs> he's a bit harsh yeah this, this, I think they're a bit too young to be uh, making small cock drinks yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's that thing isn't it that it's funny well they're hoping it's going to be funny because the the kids you know yeah yeah, possibly. Yeah. So we cut to another comic book panel showing us the evil bad guys lure, the Water and Power Company. I, I did write that, that um, it's a great way to save money, though, isn't it? To not film whole segments of your movie and then just animate them. Yeah, this was this was one of the few. You know, I was saying about the uh, the, the shots of what looks more like a model than a painting of the the Water yeah. and Power, and uh, yeah, I think they look they look quite nice actually. Yeah, yeah, no, not too bad. Yeah, and you've got evil um, music over the top, which suggests something evil is going to be coming <laughs> oh and it does doesn't it because we get to see uh, what did we say we are going to call him K we'll call him K yeah we'll call him K 
uh, Kay's in there, played by Malcolm McDowell, and he's drinking water out of a champagne glass. Yeah. And he's giving a monologue to uh, all his suited-up henchmen. All his, all his dressed... Why is it, as well, that all bad guys are dressed like Nazis? <laughs> Because if you if you were German and looking at this, you'd be thinking those guys are dressed pretty well. No, we've we've got listeners in Germany. <laughs> exactly, and they're all thinking, why are the bad guys always dressed like us? <laughs> they they are dressed very severely, aren't they? Yeah, they are. There's always a very buttoned up to the to the neck. Mm-hmm. Usually in great, they, well, they look exactly like the uh, the Empire, don't they? They they do. I, I, do you know what? It's, I'm glad you said that because it I, it was bugging me all the time. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm sure I've seen these people before in yeah. other things. Even even the fact they were like queued either side, weren't they? There was yes. two lines of them like, like, facing each other, so you can walk in the middle. Like the Emperor, absolutely. he's like the Emperor. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So he goes on to congr- congratulate them all for capturing most of the water supply, and he singles out a Captain Darouche. Captain Douche. Captain Douche, yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and he is. He is, yeah. Um, Douche says that he'll take care of all the, the Ripper problems soon, but we need to stay away from certain parts, doesn't he, mm. at the moment? Yeah, and they've got them all nicely on those plastic boards behind them as well, haven't they? They have, yeah. Well, you say they're plastic. Well, one's, yeah, I suppose they look plastic to start with, and then... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because but Kelsey's uh, instantly his manner changes when he, when he, when he hears this, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And he suddenly goes all crazy, smashing stuff, smashing those boards. And he says that he wants the three million gallons of water that's sitting under the blue dunes. Pretty sure three million isn't that much. Uh, you say, yeah. I suppose if you. Because I looked yeah, it on. up. And I looked up, and on the on the on planet Earth, bear in mind that this is now and not in fifteen years when the mm-hmm. meteor hits. There is there was three what was it three hundred and twenty six million trillion liter, uh, gallons of water mm-hmm. on planet Earth. I know a lot of that's not drinkable, is it? Because it's yeah. seawater. But you know, three million doesn't <laughs> seem all that much. It's like the loose change yeah. down the back. Well, of I sofa. suppose, it, like you say, they, they they've established that this is a post-apocalyptic world where there isn't much water left. Yeah. So I suppose. In that respect, three million could be a lot. Yeah, true, and also the fact that it shows they're evil because they're drinking it. Yeah, out of uh, champagne glasses, as, as we said. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's because. Uh, but like I say, there, there's a lot of waste. Oh. <laughs> there's a lot of waste of water in this film. <laughs> For something that's more precious than anything, isn't it? Well, it would be the... he wastes a lot himself, doesn't he? And I think that again, that's to show that you know he's so evil. It, you know yeah yeah it's like um if you're in a desert isn't it and you pour out the last of someone's canteen yeah in front of them yeah but um thanks for the water facts there by the way <laughs> well, well welcome to water spection on this <laughs> yeah. episode will be <laughs> that'll be our, that'll be our uh, spin-off show for next yeah. week <laughs> i love michael mcdowell though um y- you can always count on him can't you yeah he's, he's got a, a, he's got a great voice i think that's what it is it's it doesn't it's change kind of rusty. very much. It's rusty, isn't it? His yeah. voice. It doesn't change yeah. a lot for you know, different um, uh, different parts, but it's... no, he very rarely ever tries an accent. You know, don't fix what's not broken. So, I mean, look at Michael Caine; he doesn't bother, does he? So no, because I think if they did, you know? then people would look at it and go, "What the hell's he trying?" Especially Michael Caine. 
<laughs> I've, I've heard him try and do accents in, when he was younger in movies, and uh, it's not good usually. No. That's the no. stick. Stick with what you know. Too much to think about, isn't it? Yeah. So Kay tells Douche to take off his boots, and then he orders him to walk across all the broken glass that's on the floor. Did he say anything about his socks? He never told him to take his socks off. No. He just did it, didn't he? Yeah, he just assumed that's what he meant. But but um, Kay also takes his socks off as well, doesn't he? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that in one scene they are off, and then another scene they're not. <laughs> Bit of continuity error there, but... On this movie? Really? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately so. So, um, Kay pulls out this weird blade thing that's decorated with a, with a... I presume it's a kangaroo. I put rabbit blade. It, yeah, it could be a rabbit, but, it could be a kangaroo. But now you say kangaroo... Mm-hmm. That would Going make by sense what later. happens later, there's yeah. yeah, I would say that it's probably more a kangaroo. The glass doesn't look very sharp though, does it? It doesn't, but he he does a good uh, uh, job of trying to act pain as he's walking across it. It's better of... off making him walk across Lego. <laughs> oh, that 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 really hurts. <laughs> that that? Is Bloody that pain. is that a more severe punishment? Oh, I, I think I think I just I'll just kill me now. <laughs> just, just shoot me. Just just shoot me, stab me, whatever you want to do. But I'm not walking across that Lego because uh, is I'm... it only? But is it only painful when you step on it in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> you know there is that fact. That is true. <laughs> it could be, could it? <laughs> Done that about a million times. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So yeah, so he walks across the glass and Kay embraces him and then he stabs him with this... He doesn't use that knife, does he? No, he doesn't. But before you go on to what he does stab him with, if mm-hmm. someone whispers to you anything mm-hmm. and it's not a term of endearment from the opposite sex, <laughs> don't get closer to him. <laughs> Nothing ever good has come out of a whisper, I don't think. Especially not when he's just ordered you to walk across broken glass burp. Yeah, yeah, no. absolutely. And then pulled out um, a rabbit stroke kangaroo blade in front of you as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's teeing you up for something, can he? Um, but he doesn't stab him with the um, with the knife. What he does is he pulls out this weird plastic bottle thing, and he shoves it into his back, and it sucks out all of Douchey's water. Where did he get the juicer from? I'm going to call it a juicer, by the way. Juicer. Just... <laughs> good, good call. Yeah, we'll call it a juicer. Yeah. <clears throat> but um... I presume he had it made. I mean, he is the no, president no, no, of the, no, like, no. the power company. Not, not, no, I, I don't mean where did he get it from. Oh, you mean he, he, didn't, he didn't order it from Amazon. I mean, because um, it wasn't, wasn't he? He had a knife in one hand and he was hugging mm-hmm. it with the other. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow, a third hand is holding a juicer. Magic pockets. Magic pockets. Mm-hmm. Magic I'm pretty po- sure the amount of water that he loses would not kill you. It, it, it's about the size of a 500 ml bottle of water, isn't it? I'm sure I've taken longer yeah. pisses, to be completely honest. But, but he just... Now, I'm not sure on the science on this, right? But I'm pretty sure that if you suck out someone's water, they don't just deflate like a balloon. No. not. I know that your body's like... Kind of like the Earth. Your body's like 90% water mm. or so. And sucking out, you know, a few hundred mil probably isn't... Pretty much isn't going to do it, I don't think. No, you're certainly not going to... I mean, he literally deflates in front of him, doesn't he? Yeah. He just turns into a carrier bag. <laughs> And then he can store his uh, plastic bottle in it later when he takes it out. Yeah, yeah, well, well, I'd rather he recycled it, to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> 2033, post-apocalyptic Earth. No one's recycling anymore. Do you right? not think? Well, we'll get to that later. There's something right. they have obviously recycled something. Okay, yeah, that's good. All right. <laughs> so um, he puts Sergeant Small in charge in place of Duke. He says, it's your show. I'd have gone, no thanks. 
Not after what you just done to that dude. <laughs> there is that to it, yeah, yeah. You, you'd back away from it lackey. slowly, wouldn't you? Yeah. In fact, in fact, by the time he'd turned to me to actually tell me that it was my show, I'd be gone. There'd just be an empty space. <laughs> It'd just be a pair of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> pair of smoking shoes. <laughs> I'm already heading for Tank Girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he put Sergeant Small in charge, <clears> and um, then Kay who's already barefooted himself walks across the glass and he actually drinks douches water doesn't he yeah it's just to show how nuts he is nice power play isn't it that's a power play if I've ever seen one yeah and he and he says lovely I'd have expected it to be something nicer than that yeah yeah yeah. there's another um, instance of this right near the end of the movie where someone says a line and it after something really big has happened and you just think you could have come up with something better than that really. yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it he might as well been doing jazz hands walking across it wouldn't he now that would have been funny <laughs> 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 so next we um, we get more comic book panels and it's night time and Tang goes outside on guard duty in some sort of trench a little bit away from the house and she is looking quite hot at this point she scrubs up quite nicely in my opinion she does she does she's wearing a hat and um, she's smoking and drinking and playing with some toys um, so yeah so let's get into this a bit so water's rare but they seem to have lots of beer around don't they which is weird because I'm pretty sure it goes off doesn't it after a time yeah and one of them I'm not I mean not being a drinker obviously no, no obviously you know. no <clears throat> you're wearing a Budweiser shirt I am I I walked into that one didn't I um, but yeah I'm pretty sure one of the main ingredients of beer is water yeah right? I'm pretty sure yeah there's also a lot of cigarettes around as well do you notice that well, th- th- this is the thing. Th- they're supposed to be in this world that's gone to shit, but yet yeah. everyone seems to be still living like it's the 1990s. Yeah. They've got music. Everyone is still aware of pop culture. Yeah, there's uh, a Muhammad Ali reference later on. There's all kinds of references. They've got movies still mm. in this world. So it's not that bad, is it? Really? <laughs> they're just living in the desert, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. If they went 40 miles down the road, there's a city there. <laughs> I'm sure of it. We it's do, like Truman Show. See, we do get to see the city later, don't we? Quickly. Yeah. Which, which I, I thought I could have done with more of that in the movie, actually. Yeah, possibly. But w- w- when we when we get to it, we'll talk about it. But so yeah, so I'd be I'd be fine if there's just beer there. Who needs yeah. water? <laughs> Especially if you don't go to work, which no one seems to bother doing. No, there is no work unless you work for the unless you're unlucky enough to work for the water power company. Yeah, which I'm not really sure what they do. Like on the day to day. Yeah. What are they paid with? Water? Yeah. And where does the power go? Because everyone lives. Why would you give power to people? Surely you're trying to like keep everyone um, like obedient, aren't you? Well, apart from the few, a couple of other places that you see in this movie, there doesn't seem to be any places where people live. No, it's just her her house. Yeah. You know their little their little shack mm-hmm. and that club later yeah we'll get to, yeah, we'll get to that um, <laughs> that's yeah and the water power company mm-hmm. and maybe a dock I think not a dock like yeah. a river dock but where they like a holding yeah. place wasn't there yeah and um, yeah there's like four buildings it's not very well defined is it this world no as far as you're concerned there's what a couple of hundred people left yeah and there's no structure to anything and is you- there no, and if you want to, if you want to escape to go somewhere, 
you're you, unless you just can't. Maybe that's why they no one leaves because they can't go anywhere. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. Maybe no, maybe they're just mm. surrounded by water and they can't cross it. <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by water in a world where there is no water. I like that. It's imaginary like that. water. Also, I think cancer will probably kill her before this before the hydration will. So um, she's in the trench and Sam, the little girl, jumps in and um, she finds her now blankly stirring outwards, doesn't she? And Sam's getting a little bit stressed, but it turns out that she's just mucking about. Oh, you jest. I know. Well, she calls her, oh, you butt smear. Oh, that is is some typical mid-90s name calling in this film isn't there when the insults date your movie I mean yeah absolutely <laughs> but uh, I like that phrase I think I'll use that butt smear butt smear yeah, yeah. it's just a it's, yeah it's just a shit stain shit stain shit much. stain yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much a different term for it uh, but Tango she, she says to her stop saying stop saying that insult you should be using asshole or dickwad dickwad was the one that made me laugh <laughs> dickwad yeah yeah that's a t- yeah. That's been a time, isn't it? Yeah, you don't hear that one anymore, do you? No, no. So Tango's looking out at the um, look at she's looking at the silver ball in her hand that she took from the the corpse earlier in the movie. Yeah. And uh, Sam offers to trade her something for it, and this is where we find out that it's called a danger ball. This is a very aptly named ball. It has because it shoots spikes out of it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And you're giving that to a little girl. That is some quality parenting. <laughs> Why would you build it? No idea. Well, you'll see why later. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying? Are you suggesting that this this danger ball might come into play later? It may because they even they even show you how it works. It's kind of like Blade's sword, isn't it? Mm, in, mm-hmm. in with Blade. the handle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back in the house, Donna finds boots on his bed with a happy birthday note. So I presume that she got these boots off the body as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That she didn't go to uh, Burton's. I don't think. <laughs> I thought you were going to say pre-mark again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could, no, they don't do them type of boots. <laughs> but I was going to say Burton's. Does Burton's even exist anymore? Yes. I saw one um, in Somerset last week. Well, there you go, folks. <laughs> there you go. If you need Burton's, go to Somerset. <laughs> if not, you're screwed. Because there's one, <laughs> there's one shop. <laughs> and, and if you don't live in England, you've no idea what we're talking about anyway. So there you go. No. Go on Amazon. Amazon yeah, loves Somerset. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> So outside, Tank Girl um, senses a presence behind her. And thinking that it's her boyfriend, she teases him by cutting holes into her clothes with a pair of scissors. Yeah, this is the uh, kind of... If a, if a, a nine or ten-year-old's watching this, this is kind of his first entry-level porn that he's going to be watching. <laughs> when you said first entry, then, I wonder where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, Them scissors, were they were looking a bit dangerous. <laughs> Danger wank. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but but a gun cocks and it's not her boyfriend it's a man in a ninja outfit and night vision goggles a kinky robot that's what he looked like to start with kinky robot they were those uh, kinky robot they were a bit like Kraftwerk weren't they weren't they one of those um, <laughs> yeah. electronic bands not, yeah. from 1982 kinky yeah. robot that's a German it was a German one the same as well, kinky it's got to be German hasn't it it's got to be yeah, yeah it's got to be um, so it's a water power soldier and more soldiers are storming the house killing everyone inside do you see Brian? Do you see Brian May get killed? <laughs> oh, the guy with the big hair. <laughs> <laughs> so Tank Girl's um, still teasing the soldier to some rather uh, swinging fifties music. She suddenly grabs a load of sand and she throws it in his face, and she takes his machine gun away from him. 
And uh, she also pulls the pin on one of the grenades that's hanging from his belt, and he comedically explodes, doesn't he? <laughs> while while uh, while um, police squad music's playing. <laughs> there are some, there are some odd musical cues in this film. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, most of the time it's it's quite nicely chosen, I think. But mm. yeah, there's mm-hmm. a couple of odd. You might as well have some Benny Hill music playing in some places, isn't there? It's funny you should say that because apparently the the. The, the two guys that did the comic book, yeah. they um, they were pulling their hair out during the making of this because they kept getting rewritten bits of the script. And they said that they were just inserting Benny Hill jokes all the time into it. And they and they had to just keep taking them. Literally, they, they said that, Benny Hill jokes, and they had to keep taking them out. You can see, you can see, you can kind of see a thread going through this thing. Can, yeah. there's too many, too many people with opinions, I think. Yeah, yeah. Trying to steer this ship. And, it, uh, you, you can't blame Rachel Tallerley. Yeah, you can't blame her at all. She can only work with what she's got. Yeah, and by the sound of it, a different film every day. <laughs> Pretty That's much, what it yeah. sounded like, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you're constantly getting rewritten pages and, and whole stuff's being ripped out of the script because you're not going to film it. Yeah, definitely. You know, how, I mean, how can you work like that? I think that's why Laurie Petty's got a different haircut because she's constantly ripping her hair out. Well, you say that. She's got a different haircut. Every, every scene, yeah. she's wearing different clothes. 18. <laughs> now that you brought it up. Really? 18 outfits she wears in this film. <laughs> I didn't count it. I, I found it. C- considering that, as you, as we've said, it's a post-apocalyptic world, she's got 18 yeah. outfits. She's I mean, like Buffy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Mad Max would kill for one, wouldn't they, just to change yeah. it out? Yeah. Into... <laughs> Not just leather jacket, leather trousers yeah. and boots. So if, uh, there's a firefight and... Um, she sees her boyfriend get gunned down and that's the end of him yeah there's a lot of hip firing going on as well isn't there there is yeah but she handles this this action sequence quite well She's she, she looks pretty good doesn't she apart from when she tries to do the um, Russian Spetsnaz role didn't quite <laughs> work <laughs> yeah, she kind of just flops down and then sort of yeah. like yeah flails about doesn't she yeah and uh, suddenly this weird looking water power gunship thing descends from the sky and it blasts the house doesn't it yeah, I don't. That plane doesn't look like it'd fly. No, it's kind of like a. Um, I don't think the best thing to describe. It looks a bit like the sort of dropship from Aliens, doesn't it? Yeah, but made out of. Do you remember those styrofoam planes that you used to get? <laughs> you used to slot them together and, and they used to kind of just go round in a loop. Yeah, and you put the little plastic bit on the end so it kind yeah. of flew for about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it could that. well have just been one of those, I think. <laughs> it probably was, actually. I mean, the model probably was. <laughs> yeah. The, for, you know, granted, you you can't see the wires, so... No, no. But it is shot at da- in the dark. Yeah, maybe that's why, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so it blasts the house, and Tango runs out of bullets, and she's captured. And, a, and a, there's a goon with an odd accent, isn't there? This is when I started wondering about the Australian thing. Yeah, because is it Australian? Is it English? Is it one of yeah, those weird... Mixed it's things. very weird. I've got Aussie question mark soldier. <laughs> <laughs> and he says to her, you, "I won't even do the accent." He says, "You've been no. stealing water. Not smart." Yeah. And then he knocks her out. There's oh, a lot no, of groping before, going as well, wasn't there? There's a lot of groping, but before he knocks her out, he kills the cow. Yeah, he says so. He goes, "Oh, do you not know that you shouldn't have pets?" And then shoots it. Which, to be fair, yeah, that's a decent, a decent question. You're on true. this side. You're on this but, guy's side. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I hate, I hate to be playing devil's advocate, but as I brought up earlier, you shouldn't have pets in this <laughs> in the dystopian world because you know they have to eat, and not that anyone actually eats in this film. Oh, nobody eats a thing, do they? No, 
Mm. No. Which, and also because there's no water, you don't need to use the bathroom either, which is quite cool. So, so he knocks her out, and then we cut to a, a spinning yeah. animated speech bubble, which says, this is me unconscious. Yeah, I do. Again, it's it's in, in place of the, the comic book part, isn't it? Yeah. But, you mm. know, instead of, it's better than doing a voiceover, I think, actually, it works. Yeah, because I find the voiceover a bit distracting, to be honest. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I'd have been quite happy with just a bit of a crawl um, going up the screen, telling me what, yeah, yeah. where we were and what was happening, and then yeah. just go straight into the movie. I didn't need yeah, the Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, because I, I don't know if it's... She's got a very squeaky voice, hasn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah. And I think that kind of sometimes might detract from... Especially when you just hear her, as opposed to see yeah. and hear her. You yeah. Know, it, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't seem to be quite as piercing when you see it in scenes. No, no, no. Because I think in some ways you're looking at her as well. Yeah. And also it's, you know, I don't know how much ADR they've done in the film, but mm-hmm. the um, all the voiceover stuff would be, wouldn't it? Which is probably why oh, the sound yeah. quality would have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you focus more on it, don't you? Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely. Kind of- because, I mean, at the best of time, it, you know, with all due respect to Laurie Petty, she could go either way in terms of um, likability or annoyance, couldn't she? Oh, God, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I think she's great in the movie, but yeah, there yeah. are times where you think, oh, you know, tone it down a bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? Mm-hmm. So the gunship thing's back in the air, and inside the goon is a tormenting tamp girl, isn't he? He's, um, he? He stands in front of her and he unzips his trousers. And she replies that she's going to need a microscope and tweezers. <laughs> There's been numerous dick jokes in this film so far. There is, there? there is. And then she snaps his neck with her legs. Yeah, I um, the whole I like pain bit. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. the way she sat, because she gets kneed to the face, doesn't she? And like cuts her yeah. head. But I, I, I was thinking that while she was sat there, because... She kind of had a bra showing on one side, which was red, mm-hmm. and you could see the like the black of her top on the other side. Reminded me a lot of Harley Quinn. Ah, it's funny you should say that. There is a lot of Harley Quinn in this, isn't there, really? And I looked it up. Harley Quinn came into Batman in 92. Ah, so she Harley Quinn predates was, it, yeah. Yes, because I was wondering if... Because I remember she came into um, uh, Batman the Animated Series, wasn't it? That's mm-hmm. where she originally had come from. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure what year it was, so I had a look. And, um, yeah, Harley Quinn come in in 92, and this was made in 95. So Tank Girl comics come out in 1988. So ah, so it does. That's, that's, what, five years before the animated series. So Yeah, in many ways, Tank Girl could be an influence on Harley Quinn, couldn't she? I mean, Quite possibly, because, you know, she's, she's got... Harley Quinn has pistols... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she uses little gadgets, the same as Tank, you know, with the danger ball and stuff. So but the whole look and attitude of the character is very similar, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, that that is um, it. Just in the way that she was dressed, it just kind of you know, and she's constantly getting beaten up. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I never made that connection. You would think I would, wouldn't you? Being a huge uh, comic yeah. book fan, but it never it never occurred to me when I was watching this. It's only <laughs> it's mainly that scene, but. Um, mm-hmm. It, yeah, when you now you well you do the rest of the like scene by scene because you know I know Harley only has like normally three or four outfits I've seen in certain comics, but um, yes, yeah, it's, it's just something to kind of link up. Just as a little aside to that though, a little, uh, to, to tag onto it, Laurie Petty would have made a good Harley Quinn, wouldn't she? Yeah, definitely. She's certainly got the voice, mm-hmm. she's got the look. Yeah, it would have been maybe not in the uh, in the present day. But um, 
back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, back then, absolutely. She'd have mm. suited it fantastically, I think. Um, so the gunship reaches the water power lure. Oh, and just to, just to go back to to when she kills the goon with her knees, mm. I was quite surprised when he died. Actually, I thought I thought that this guy was going to be more of a thing in the movie. Yeah, they, I seem, think they seem to big him up, and then she just killed him. <laughs> I think that's kind of a don't mess with her. Yeah, because she can just kill you like that, kind of thing. Yeah, kind of kind of like how um, Kay is yeah. as well. That at the drop of a hat, you'll just he could just kill whoever he mm-hmm. needs to kill. You kind of need that because she's not a hero, is she? She's she's more of an yeah, anti-hero as, as far absolutely. as I'm. I I, yeah. I can tell, and um, yeah, she's killed more people in this film <laughs> than, than than everyone else so far, isn't she? So, yeah, she killed about about fifteen soldiers in that whole gun fight sequence, didn't she? She was just mowing them down at one point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She's killed more people than Apollo Creed's retired. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we they take Tango to meet Kay, uh, and now he. he as we said before, in this scene, he's wasting water like there's no tomorrow, isn't there? There's, yeah, he is. He's got a, at one point he walks through a, a, a curtain of water that parts in front of him as he walks through, and he offers her a job, which uh, she refuses, but he just smiles at her, doesn't he? I think it's a lot of trouble to go through just to get an interview. Yeah, I know. I mean, although you say that, you know, the, there have been jobs where uh, <laughs> 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 that have felt like this. I have to say, you know, but. Yeah, no, I take your point. Yeah, it's true. Um, so after another comic book panel, we cut to workers toiling in a, a I presume it's a mine. Worker pit is what I've got because it, it's kind of a, yeah, but it's a mine of some description, isn't it? The lame pipes, aren't they? And all the um, all the workers are being uh, beaten and abused by sadistic guards around them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's your, that's your standard, isn't it? Yeah, well, if you've got a secret mine, you've got to have sadistic guards, haven't you? Yeah, there's no such thing as human rights in a, in a secret mine, is there? I don't think. <laughs> well, it's secret. <laughs> that's, yeah. Did you see the uh, the rules board? There's a lot of rules. It's like Bart Simpson's chalkboard. So t- Tank Girl's taunted by one of the guards, and she jokingly says, hey, what time is it? I don't want to miss Baywatch. Yeah, another yeah. Nice reference. Especially yeah, one about it, water. It, I think that's... Yeah, that's again. See, this is why we got you on the show, because I never thought of that one either. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to know, though, isn't it, that uh, even after an apocalyptic event, that it's still Hasselhoff that gets remembered. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah. He would have made a really good guard in this film, because he wears <laughs> that sort of gear, doesn't he? Oh, can you imagine him as, as Kelsey? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it would have been like the uh, the evil evil Michael Knight, would it? Yeah, oh, what? <laughs> he talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> so Sergeant Small, in the, he's in the hangar, and um, he pulls an engineer out from under one of the gunships, and her name's Jet Girl. Although, mm. they just call her Jet, don't they? But Jet she's listed girl. She's listed in the credits as, as Jet Girl. Yeah, yeah played by uh, Naomi Watts, and she yeah. tells him about all the things that need repairing on the ship. And she says that she can fix it by morning, uh, but he tries it on with her, and she's really not interested. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick, isn't he? He is, but then again, uh, Naomi Watts. Actually, I think he's, I think she says it'll be ready by Wednesday. Yeah. And he says, well, only, you know, if, if you, I want it done by morning, unless, you know, you give me some sweet times. Yeah, yeah, sweet times. Some sweet times. <laughs> nice of him to put it that way. And, she, and she's almost sick in her own mouth. <laughs> so she's trying to sh- shoots him with the with the drill thing. She does, she? yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, though, I'm not being funny, but uh, I'd probably be sick in my mouth if uh, someone offered me sweet times with Naomi Watts. 
because I can't stand the woman. I think she's terrible. Well, funny, I think she's it, awful. She is, but I do find that she does get better looking as the film goes on. <laughs> I know you don't drink. I was going to say, were you drinking as you were watching? <laughs> no, no, no. It was like afternoon as well. Uh, are you talking to me? <laughs> well, that's morning drinking, though, isn't it? I like any of that matters. <laughs> Time is irrelevant. So Tangirl is having some kind of uh, dust shower at this point, isn't she? Yeah, and she's surrounded by... This is where I go back to the um, uh, recycling. She's surrounded by shopping baskets. <laughs> Who the hell was sent out for shopping baskets? What would you need them for? And what supermarket was it? <laughs> is it a supermarket that just sold water? In which case, you're not going to get the water in those shopping baskets, are you? <laughs> no, you're not. Then, no. So, yeah, I'm not sure... It's very weird. It's a very weird... Mm. Th- I, I think that, again, where did 25 million go? Exactly, when it just looks like they've got whatever they could find. Yeah, they went to the local, like, scrap mm-hmm. and just picked up as much crap as they could find. There's another weird one later in the movie, isn't there, where they're, they're, they're in a room surrounded by um, certain objects for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there, but... Um... Yeah, so um, she she's having this dust shower, which she then blows all the dust off her with um, with like this Hoover thing, doesn't she? That could be, to be honest, it could have been asbestos that she was chuckling on herself, could it? <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> but it, this is all done in a weird kind of erotic way, isn't it? The way it's shot, like, one long soft core porn. Yeah, of her just blowing dust off yeah. her off herself and stuff in slow motion. So she overhears the the argument between um, Sergeant Small and uh, Jet, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. And um, she goes over and pretends to be Jet's girlfriend, and she kisses her. And weirdly, he's really disgusted by it, and 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 he leaves, doesn't he? The only man not turned on by two girls kissing. <laughs> he literally goes, Ugh, doesn't he? And walks. Yeah, visually, visually disgusted by it. Yeah. Over the top, visually disgusted by it. Yeah. It? Ooh. <laughs> Very weird. For a dude that supposedly likes women. <laughs> that's when you should have gone, any chance? <laughs> any chance of a three? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you never know in this world if you, when your next last day is going to be, do you? So <laughs> well, that's it, if yeah. the opportunity presents itself, you'd be stupid Absolutely. not to. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. What's the worst that could have happened? Good slap. <laughs> well, your neck broken by uh, Tank Girl is probably the worst thing that could yeah. happen. Yeah, Steven Seagal style, yeah. He wishes. He wishes he could get his legs up that high. <laughs> oh, I saw him at uh, Comic-Con yesterday. Did he look rough? He looked like a big orange. Did he look like a statue of himself? <laughs> He didn't look like himself. Has <laughs> he still got that goatee beard? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? It could have just been a lookalike. Really? Yeah. He's got some fat bloke, paint a beard on him, you know, and <laughs> shove him in, you know. Anyway. Um, so the older prisoners are herded back to their cells, but Tank Girl, she's been hiding in a pipe. And, yeah. she, and she makes a break for it, climbing onto the barrel of a tank. Uh, and then we get this weird character-defining moment, don't we? We're... Um, it's kind of like a eureka moment for her where we go into all these comic panels of her blowing stuff up with a tank and sitting on yeah. the gun barrel and it's all a bit weird but I, I suppose it's to show oh it's Tank Girl finally becoming Tank Girl isn't it yeah but it was all to the shaft music 
It was. It was the Shaft theme tune, wasn't it? Yeah, which was very weird. <laughs> I kind of liked I it, though. I kind of liked it. I found it. it was a bit easy to get out of um, of what you were supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, and there's no one watching this, is there? No. And no. also, but then again, in a minute, you do find out something, don't you? Mm-hmm. Which is probably why it might have been a bit easier for her to get out, as opposed to other people. This is true, yeah. <clears throat> also, um... I find that the set, this set especially, when she gets out of that pipe, everything just looked neatly placed around, even though it's supposed to be a bit of a tip. I know what you mean. I think the the art of set design is to make it not look like it's been designed. Yeah. And and I I, I think what you're trying to say is that everything just looked like um, it, it was put there for a reason. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they got the actual comic book panel. Mm-hmm and literally put it in exactly the same places. Maybe that is what they've done. I, I'm not 100% sure, but... Well, I know, you know. that the director, um, she she was desperate to try and make it um, comics accurate. Oh, okay. But they obviously they kept taking <laughs> things away from her, yeah. you know? <laughs> they, they, they really ruined that ship for her, then, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I think they did, yeah. So she climbs inside the tank, and she tries to start it. But um, she gets the startup code wrong, and there's all gas pumped into the into the cabin, isn't there? Yeah, that's an extreme measure for not stealing your. T- I might get that for my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you. I think you should actually. Yeah. So I like you, gas. Yeah, you live in Aldershot, mate. I'd... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think the people around here huff cyanide gas. To be completely honest. <laughs> they get in and just go. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Hopper in uh, blue velvet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I'll make you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so she she gets knocked out, but luckily Jet climbs in and um, she manages to disable it, doesn't she? It's a bit. They're a bit too high tech, aren't they, for what they're supposed to be in? Well, everybody everybody that work, seems to work for Water and Power seems to sort of know all about technology, don't they? Yeah. Which I suppose yeah, maybe, if they're yeah. gathering people together, they would train them up. You know. Yeah. True. But I just I don't see for a tank that looks like it was a relic from yeah. past years why it's got like computer systems inside it. Do you think that uh, maybe the water and power company are, are, are kind of like what was left after this event, <clears throat> and it's basically you know the military organisations that turned into this water and power company? Quite possibly because mm. there's, yeah, there's no reason for there to be a great big army of yeah. is there? They're a bit too well trained, aren't that's they? That's what I was thinking. That they're, they're, they're rubbish. They're what's left? They're, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's for a completely different reason. And they all but, seem to be um, evil as well. Yeah, um, it's kind of like the Romans, isn't it? When people take over places, like you either come with us or you die. You know, you integrate or you die. Simple as that. It's unknown to Jet and um, Tank Girl. Sergeant Small and Kay have been watching all this on closed-circuit cameras. Amazing closed-circuit cameras as well that seem to be able to cut between uh, between scenes as well, don't they? They're actually probably better than the connection that we've got on Skype tonight, <laughs> to be honest. Trust me, the more you do these, you'll, fi- you'll find that that, that that is the case, that the, the things we yeah. watch have got better technology. Yeah, <laughs> It's quite... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they're only 50... Even if it was 15 years from now... Mm-hmm. I'd be very because you know whenever have you seen a decent webcam? No, no. And Skype, you know I mean? Skype really hasn't changed in since it's it's been around, does it? Really? No, no, not not at all. Uh, and in this scene as well, um, Kay is wasting more water because he's playing with a water pistol, just squirting it around. To be honest, there doesn't even need to have been water pistols, does there, in this world? 
No. If there's anything no. that could have been melted down to make something useful, mm-hmm. I'd imagine water pistols would have been one of the first things that you'd have melted down to make like circuit boards for your computers and stuff you could have used it for, couldn't you? And you'd get rid of anything that wasted water anyway, wouldn't you? So Jet tries to talk um, Tank Girl out of trying to escape, but she's having none of it. But uh, unfortunately, the tank isn't operational. So later, Jet is again uh, getting hassled by Small. And this is where we, we see that she's clearly had enough at this point. She makes a decision, doesn't she? So Tango sees her crying, and uh, she tells her that they should escape together. And there's a weird gag about being molested by your dad in this. Nice incest joke, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but also, it just comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? The one thing you failed to mention there was that this all takes place in a bathroom stall. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And uh, as far as I'm aware, you never lay on the floor of a toilet. <laughs> A public toilet, especially. you do, and, and a prison public... Well, it's not a public one. It's a prison toilet, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a post-apocalyptic prison toilet where there's no water. That's a lot of peace. There's no water to clean the floors. No, or the toilet. Yeah, and matter. I would presume that these toilets probably don't flush. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Would it be... Another thing, sorry, going back to that shower. Mm-hmm. How does the dust go through whatever pipe work they've got. Is there just some bloke stood above her just like tipping <laughs> dust on top of her? That's a job to have, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I bet he was lucky that day he got that shift, wasn't he? Yeah. You, usually it's great big hairy fat blokes from the mines and he's, oh my god. Then she walks in. Well, hey! hey! Get in. I knew there was a reason I didn't call in sick today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so suddenly Tank Girl's dragged away. And she gets tied to a pipe in a really cold room. Yeah, a human rights violation, surely. <laughs> and not and not just due to the fact that she can't play with herself, like she mentioned. But yeah, yeah. Just, I got that line, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you're, if she stood up, there'd be all kind of sores, wouldn't there? <laughs> all kind of sores on her backside, because that place looks bloody freezing. It did, yeah. It even makes her eyes go a funny colour, is that Yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes, like, um, I can't remember what vampire film it is, like 28 Days Later or something mm. like that, when all their eyes go all bloodshot. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't look good. So no. Kay comes to see her, and he offers her that job again, but again, she rebuffs him. So what he does is he ties her to a stretcher, and he shoots her into a pipe. The pipe. The pipe, yeah, the pipe. And she gets stuck. And she starts to have these weird sort of flashbacks, doesn't she, about the house attack, and then she passes out. Fuzzy freak out. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't strike you as someone that would freak out, though. No, because she even said, can I go first? Yeah. She even yeah. makes a joke about it at this point. At no point does she ever not joke about the situation no. that she's in. And this is the only so time you see, why the only time you see a chink in that armour, which is weird. Well, no, just he, he comes a bit later. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we really went there, didn't we? All right. (laughs) Not all the um, opinions and views are uh, representative of of retrospection. (laughs) Just saying. All right. I'm here for one night only. (laughs) Direct your letters to Adam Warner at... Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll gloss over that one. So, uh, <laughs> so we cut to Kay, and he's um, he's surveying an outpost that's been attacked by uh, rippers, mm-hmm. and um, he has Tango pulled out from the pipe, and she's still defiant, though, isn't she? She's not going to break. Yeah. 
No. So um, he's had enough Kelsey for a second, and he takes a gun and he holds it against her. But then he decides not to kill her. So they take Tank to the entrance of a of a what they call a sub gate, which is I suppose it's like a a, a little um, water station or something, isn't it? Where the 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 lake pipes or something. Yeah, it's, a, it's an outpost, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And they they shoot her with a locator, fit her with a pulse tracker. Uh, which um, Kay's got the um, the other side of the pulse tracker stra- strapped to his wrist. And, yeah. Strapped to him, yeah, yeah. And all those guards have got like plastic gimp masks. Isn't <laughs> well, you know, that... <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you might as well got a full full hog. Yeah. Saying that, the the reason why they probably have got face masks is because they are in the desert, and any sort of sand, like wind yeah. and stuff, would be trying to keep out your face wasn't it good 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 job on that one actually (laughs) (laughs) plus the fact if you're going to reuse the same actors that played the guards in the first part of the movie who who are now dead you're going to have to cover their faces up aren't you at all times yeah true yeah yeah. and shave their tashes off exactly but um so yeah so he fits her with this tracker and um this locator and they send her in to find the ripper's base And, and i was thinking I'm sure I've seen this plot before, and then it hit me. It's Escape from New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. I actually just wondered, to be honest, why don't just kill her? Yeah, sure, there's somebody has got uh, someone he can send on this mission. Yeah. It's got, you know, she's defiant until pretty much till the end of everything. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to keep her alive. Why it has to be her when you've got a whole army of people. That 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 would be a... That would be a strange turn, though, wouldn't it? If uh, halfway through the movie, Tank Girl, Tank Girl gets killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't be so bad if it turned out that it was like his daughter or something. It's just something. There is no... Apart from the fact he, you know, she's killed all of his guards, who, let's face it, I'm pretty sure me and you could take out. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, I just... That's one thing I couldn't... I couldn't mm-hmm. work out why... Just kill her. She's way too much hassle to be mm-hmm. kept alive, to be in my in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So suddenly the Rippers attack and they start killing all the soldiers, and uh, gunships flying overhead, and uh, Jet, who's somehow on this gunship, creeps up behind the pilot, and she hits the ejector seat and takes over the aircraft. So uh, Jet in the aircraft watches on the screens as the Rippers tear apart the soldiers. Uh, and it all looked really good, didn't it? And atmospheric until we get a shot of one looking directly into the camera. Yeah, he's good. Well, they're wearing these kind because of, at this point we don't see what they look like because no, they're wearing they're these weird helmets, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. Look, it could be Predator, couldn't it? It's it like, could be, but if Predator was shit. Yeah, yeah. It costs like twenty. Well, it costs twenty-five million to make, apparently. Well, apparently Stan Winston did the, did the creature effects for this movie. He did, and did you know he 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 created the Rippers for half price. <laughs> what does that say did he feel sorry for him yeah he just tossed them one yeah he re- he, uh, i'm sure he did and he made <laughs> and he made the costumes um he the costumes no he, he probably just read the script looked 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 at the desperate look on rachel talalelli's face and went all right yeah. i'll do your favor then <laughs> yeah he went you need yeah. help yeah, well, boy do you need help with this <laughs> yeah you've had way too much shit already on this <laughs> yeah i think that was probably the case yeah. so all the soldiers are now dead and um, Tank Girl's hiding, isn't she? And she picks up a gun and she finds an arm, which she assumes is Kay's because it's still got the, the other half of the locator strapped to the wrist, isn't it? Yeah. Did you see when she lit a cigarette off that? Oh, yeah, flare? yeah. She's got it on this long the, pipe, hasn't she? Yeah, but in the top left-hand corner, mm-hmm. 
in the blackness of like night, mm-hmm. you see uh, a couple of um, brake lights driving away. <laughs> <laughs> so she smashes the tracker on his wrist, um, and she she pre- presumes he's dead. Although she does remark, I wonder where the rest of you is, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> um, suddenly the gunship lands, and Jet and Tango reunite. And Jet tells her that she's uh, she's now ready to escape. Mm-hmm. Finally, yeah, it took, it's taken some time, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It only took a few <laughs> things. Someone trying to rape her a couple of times, you know, seeing a load of weird, freaky creatures rip a load of soldiers apart, and then she goes, "You know what? I think you've got an idea there about escaping this, haven't you?" Yeah, yeah, good idea. So with Jet in the gunship and tank in a tank, they make their escape. To be honest, in this whole film, the 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 tanks are used as like giant penis metaphors aren't pretty they pretty much pretty much yeah. and i was thinking if that was a bloke i could understand because you know they're kind of using it as a overcompensation mm-hmm. but what's her excuse <laughs> <laughs> well in, in all fairness she she has got bigger balls than everyone else in this movie yeah and they're dangerous yeah 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 so especially the silver ones <laughs> so we get an animated sequence of tank girl um learning the ropes in the tank don't we and it's actually a great bonkers sequence isn't it yeah yeah i like this bit and and i was with you um with what you said earlier i was thinking to myself you know i'd rather watch a full animated movie of this rather than yeah yeah what we've got because this stuff's really good it just it flows really nicely and all from the fact that 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 they had whole chunks of it that they didn't film Mm -hmm. so in some ways that worked out better for them yeah you'd think but then again, it's that whole thing of twenty-five million. <laughs> that animation scene must have cost a bloody lot to do. Do you think Malcolm O'Dell's fee was quite high? Possibly, yeah. Maybe that was like a, quite a bit of it. Because mm. I'm pretty sure set design. I'm sure there's only like what five sets probably in this yeah. film. They probably they just probably reuse... they, yeah they probably redress a lot of it. Yeah, I, I would think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it depends how much they paid the extras because there's a lot of soldiers but then there could have been like 50 soldiers that they've just used yeah pretty much you never really see too many in one spot and there's only really two or three action sequences in the whole film yeah well i've yeah i've got something a bit later about the action scenes Mm, mm -hmm. so we cut to Kay, who is alive (laughs) and he's laying on a bed um back in a in a surgical room back at uh power water and power this reminded me of um the scene in batman when jack nicholson gets his new face oh yeah 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 i can see and, what you mean um, with that yeah it does he's he, like mirror yeah when he's doing doing that bit with the thing and mm-hmm. he smashes it and stuff mm-hmm. and apart from bloke he's got a paper plate on his face <laughs> he does like it's, it doesn't um, he? Yeah. he he's wearing this um mask this white mask on his face and his arms covered um well he's, he's got no arm has he he's been ripped off no he hasn't got no and um he refuses painkillers like all good insane villains would do doesn't he Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then they bring in a specialist, played by James Hong. Now, it's always good to see James Hong in a movie, I think. Is it Hong or Wong? I, I thought it was Wong, but I looked it up and it's actually Hong. Yeah, it's James Hong. Ah. And I'm pretty sure James Hong is actually dressed like Lopan from A Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> he is. And he's only in like this scene, I think, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And with his big pair of scissors that he's got because he actually says I think there's a quote he says um, all the king's horses and all the king's men wish they had the technology that I have 
It's like, and obviously later on you find out that that's actually quite true, isn't it? You think what what he does for him. It's amazing what he actually does for him. (laughs) (laughs) If you if you've if you've ever watched um uh, oh bollocks what's that space program? Futurama. Futurama. Then Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you'll know you'll know what that is. Well, to be honest with you, if you compare Futurama to this, Futurama actually makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, true. When we get yeah. when we get there and we talk about yeah. it, not, it doesn't actually make sense. But but anyway, James Hong offers to fit cybernetic devices to to K for one hundred thousand liters of water. About thirty quid. Yeah, about thirty quid. Yeah. <laughs> so so Kelsey gives another monologue before Small sucks out all his uh, sucks out all of his doctor's water, doesn't he? Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's not enough. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's, again, it's just a five hundred mil bottle of water. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to Jet and Tank mucking about inside somebody's house, and uh, this threw me for a minute because I'm I thought are they, are they back at the other house where they were? But that house got destroyed. So yeah, it was a very weird. It wasn't until this crazy redheaded lady walked in. Yeah. That I realised it was even a different. Yeah, that was a different place. And, and it made it worse because Tango finds the wood carvings that uh, the little girl Sam made for her, mm-hmm. doesn't she? They're yep. in there. So she's thinking, oh, maybe Sam's still alive. Maybe she didn't die um, mm-hmm. when the gunmen attack the house. And suddenly a crazy red-haired woman pulls a gun on them. Raise your hands to the sky, God, she says. And she tells them that she's uh, she's taking her tank before Tango then hits her on the head and uh, takes her gun away. Yeah, she's uh, easily duped, isn't she? Th- this performance, it's a bit uh, it's a bit all in, isn't it, yeah. that this woman's doing? Yeah, she, she, went full, <laughs> she went full whack. She did, indeed. Now, this, this, I'll call her Rain Girl. I think they yeah. actually refer to her as Rain Girl, don't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rain Girl um, says that she's made that she made the sculptures, but um, but Jet, for some reason, she's got a homemade lie detector device. She's got a liable, but when I looked at it again, it's it's more of a like a remote control, isn't it? That yeah, which, which apparently she made herself. Yeah, and luckily she had it because she doesn't need it again. Yeah, that's the only time she uses it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those. Oh, we we seem to have the the exact device that we need for every scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In her hand as well. I could have understood <laughs> if it was just in your bag. Yeah, she had the forethought to get it out. Yeah, yeah. Just good. in case. It turns out it's like a. Is it? I, did I? Did I get this right? It's kind of like a bazaar, isn't it? It's like a shop by the looks of it. Yeah, it looks. I think uh, it looks a bit like, like a thrift shop. Yeah. You know. Um. So the device tells uh, Tank Girl that this woman's lying. And Rain admits that she bought the sculptures from some soldiers who were selling off mm-hmm. prisoners' stuff after they were captured. And we get another comic book panel montage of them. Um, they're they're kind of like A-teaming up the tank and the aircraft, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. It, to be honest, that's another link to A-team is that I think there's only a couple of times we actually really see anybody die in this film. You know, you, you assume everyone dies. Mm. Yeah, it's not, it's not a very violent movie, is it? So Tank Girl now is... Uh, She's actually souped herself up as well, hasn't she? Because she's she's kind of in a very comics accurate um, outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with the hair and the and the, the the goggles on her head and all of that stuff. And she unveils the tank in all its glory. And uh, and Jet's also souped up her aircraft. Do you think a lot of the bu- do you think a lot of the budget went on the tank? Yeah, because the again the aircraft looks like it's made out of paper. <laughs> it's, it's it doesn't look so bad when they're on the ground. Yeah, but as soon as they take off, they they look flimsy as hell. Mm-hmm. They don't look like they've they don't feel like they've got any weight to them. Uh, yeah, I got that as well. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, when you see um, 
you know, stuff like Aliens, and I know they've got a bigger budget, and it's a whole different type of film. But when you see their like land carriers and stuff, they just they they feel like they're solid, don't they? Yeah. And not made out of you know paper. <laughs> well, you know, twenty four million of the budget has gone on. Um, well, half of it's gone on Malcolm McDowell, and the other half's gone on the <laughs> tank. So you know. Yeah, yeah. you've got about forty quid left. Yeah. What can you knock up for forty quid? Uh, well, give, give me a minute. I'll go. I'll go down a craft shop. I'll see what I can find. <laughs> I mean, the, the tank does look impressive. That I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah. The I way do. it's decorated with all the skull and and the stripes on the barrel. Yeah, and, um, absolutely. But yeah, that looks like it's an actual tank. Yeah, that, that they've souped up. And, they've uh, just recom. You know, they've yeah. just push around because I'd, I'd be. You know, but it, it it must move to a degree, mustn't it? Yeah, because yeah. you do see it move. You know, it could be getting well, tanks, dragged. I'm not tanks sure. Tanks can but... get up to some quite, you know, full on speed. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they go on sand, and yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. actually quite a good. If you know, if you're going to be in a dystopian sort of world where everything's sandy, mm-hmm. a tank's actually not a bad way to go as long as you can fuel it. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like there's a, a worry about fuel in this world. Yeah, no one ever seems to talk about um, uh, putting gas and petrol into, into no. stuff, do they? Yeah. It's kind of like Mad Max, isn't it? Where water seems to be the main thing. Although they do in Mad Max, they do make cursory nods to nicking everybody else's um, um, gasoline, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, as as well they did in the um, in the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to, you know, you have to keep fuel in your car and stuff, don't you? So, but in this in this world, it doesn't <clears throat> seem to matter in Tango. No, no. Um, but um, the the other weird thing is that now Tango and Jet seem to be able to remote control their um, tank and jet just by whistling. Yeah. So whether that, I mean, this plays comes into a big part later in the movie. Yeah, I was I actually read that who was driving it. At one yeah, point what's going on? Having a remote control one's fine. Mm-hmm just about mm. but it, someone has to still control it but this is like they're alive because she just tells it what she wants it to do and it does it and it reacts yeah. like it's alive as well later in yeah the, it's, it? it's kind of like Johnny Five or yeah. Kit isn't it yeah which if if someone would have told you that it, you'd fitted it with a voice command module then fine mm-hmm. yeah but you know because let's face it in this world mm-hmm. we have no idea what's possible and what's no. not a cyanide bloody cyanide gas Mm-hmm. defense systems on these things so you know a voice commander module wouldn't have put it out too much would it yeah and I mean Jet Girl seems to be able to knock up a lie detector at the drop of a hat yeah. so I mean anything's I that, possible I think that would have been another thing if um, if they would have actually because she's like Q isn't she yeah pretty much yeah. as far as it's if they would have actually kind of told you that a bit I know she's supposed to be an engineer mm. but what degree is she an engineer can she just is she a mechanic or is she an engineer? Because they're two different things, aren't they? You know. I suspect that that there were again because we know that so much of it was lost. That yeah. that this could have been something that was lost. And also maybe just hoping that you've read the comics, so you know yeah. the, you know the yeah. backstory, which you know. Which is a weird thing to do for something like Tank Girl, I think, just to assume that because I mean it's it's kind of a, a niche comic, I think Tank Girl. It's not. I mean, you're not dealing with Batman, are you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, exactly. That's it. You know where you're getting, if, even if you've yeah. never read a comic, don't you? Which, you know. Yeah, so it's a weird thing to do. But um, mm. anyway, back with Kelsey, and um, James Hong gets his huge pair of scissors, that you said, and he cuts off his head. No, I was, I was thinking, is that what he's done? Because it cuts away, and you hear the crunch, don't you? To be honest, it wasn't until I watched it the but second time. But he does, time. he cuts his head off. Yeah. I actually realised what was right, going okay. on. Which, which yeah. he's going to come back later. 
in a yeah, big way. In a big way. In a big way. So Tango reaches um, this place called Liquid Silver, which is kind of like a weird post-apocalyptic water-themed nightclub stroke brothel, isn't it? Oh, good. I've put strip club slash brothel. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and they, they seem to like a lot of 90s um, Bjork music yep. in this. In to be honest, place. I actually think that the Bjork music goes very well with this, actually. I... It does. And I mean, I haven't got a problem with Bjork. No, so she's a bit weird herself. She's a very... Uh, to be yep. honest... Going back to when I was around the, um, this age, mm-hmm. I thought she was deaf. Right? <laughs> no word of a lie. <laughs> this is a story that I tell many people when I was younger. I thought Bjork was deaf when I actually found out that she was from Iceland. Well, it's kind of this kind of like this. I mean, there's something not right there, is there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd heard her in an interview once, and I thought because she was speaking with an accent. Yeah. Yeah. That I, because she was speaking very slowly and stuff, I just assumed that she had a hearing problem. When it turned out that maybe that said about the British education system back in the probably, uh, probably. in the eighties. You know what? Though I'm glad you said deaf and not something else. So inside we meet um, the, the the owner, who's called the madam. The madam, Russian? I think she's like Russian, isn't she? Is she Russian or French? Yeah. Could be both. I put I put Russian, but just because of. For some reason, they've got a fixation with Russia in this. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, dodgy accents <laughs> and stuff. So, so um, a lackey comes and tells her that there's a man who's arrived and he wants a, a little girl, doesn't he? He wants a schoolgirl, and Madden tells her to go get girl. Sam, and she's got to learn sometime. <laughs> does she? Not now. She doesn't need to know now. <laughs> she's like ten, isn't she? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of weird of that in this film, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Tank. Uh, Tank Girl's in a weird room where there are, there's a computerised woman who's telling her how to uh, get ready to be a dancer. I presume she's getting ready to be a dancer or prostitute or dancer. Yeah, from the from the gear that she was wearing, I, yeah, I'd say it could be a combination of the two. And it, and these the razor blade comes out from the wall, and there's an ear, and there's a like an ear piercing. Um, and it's all a bit. I was kind of like a little bit lost at this point. I have to say. <laughs> It's like yes, it's almost yeah. It's a very weird sort of. If you went into a futuristic shopping centre, mm. this is the sort of thing that tell you what to wear. Mm. Right but mm-hmm. for hookers, <laughs> hookers. <laughs> All right. Mm. And um, we get a weird speeded up sequence as Tank tries on various outfits before settling on a kind of dominatrix one, doesn't she? Well, it, I think this is another scene that goes towards the fact that she has her own mind. Yeah. Because it's the, the whole point of the computer is it's telling that everyone dresses in a certain way and to look a certain way, and she isn't that at all, is she? She's, she kind of just cobbles things together from all the yeah. different styles, doesn't she? Yeah, absolutely. She just bangs it up, and it just turns <laughs> out mm-hmm. she's just happy with what she what she wears, doesn't she? So, so Which, to be honest, going back to... To um, if this was made today, yeah, I think Tank Girl would actually be quite a good person for for people like girls to have some sort of hero, anti-hero to oh, absolutely latch on to absolutely because you know she's completely um, proud of her sexuality, mm-hmm. you know, and she's got big ass guns, she's got a huge tank. And you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It goes against all the stereotypes of what girls should be like, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And you know, I just think it would have, it might have even done better today. Absolutely, yeah. I think if it's approached you know. the right way and it's and the, and they're allowed to to actually adapt the material properly, absolutely, mm-hmm. this could work. Yeah. And going by the popularity of 
of Harley Quinn. Yeah, absolutely. Today, I don't know if that's down to Margot Robbie more than the character. I'm not 100 percent sure. But <laughs> in a weird way, you can picture in the same way that you when we talked about earlier, Laurie Petty playing um, Harley Quinn. You could picture uh, Margot Robbie doing this, can't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, she's actually not a bad actress either. No, like that Laurie no. Petty's awful, but as an actual actress, mm-hmm. you know, she's. Um, I think she's got more strings to her bow, shall we say? Absolutely, absolutely. And it just, you know, it does help that she, you know, it, it's not just the fact that she's really hot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of a secondary because there's, you know, having watched that I Tonya and stuff like that. Oh, she, that know, was an ex. That was excellent. You know what yeah. I mean? She was mm-hmm. and such a good movie. Great in that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you one hundred percent. And I know we may we might come. Um, we we do it, and and me and Colin do it all the time. We make kind of near the knuckle. I wouldn't call it sexist jokes, but we, we you know, we do say some stuff. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. we're, we you know, we're, we're, um, we only mean it in jest. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we, we're, we're all, all for um, anything to do with, um, you know, empowerment yeah, and, and strong female well, roles. Well, I've and, got, you know, I've got a sister, I've got a mum, I've got nieces, you mm-hmm. know, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I've got a wife, it. and if I said anything different, she'd punch me in the face. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. there you go. Yeah, and... <laughs> And know that she's obsessed with uh, Harley Quinn herself. So. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. So next, we get to a really awkward scene, don't we? Mm. <clears throat> Where there's a man dragging Sam along, who's now dressed in kind of like a schoolgirl outfit, as you said. Yeah. And uh, for some bizarre reason, it's Iggy Pop. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's just playing himself. <laughs> to be completely honest, he's probably dragged a ten-year-old girl into a room somewhere. To be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Iggy, if you're listening, um, all all views, yeah, view, views on on anything said in this podcast are, are not mine. Um, so direct all your litigation <laughs> to Adam Warner at uh, gmail.com. <laughs> Don't the send it to I, me. The thing I have to say in my defence on this show, I'm just the passenger. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know what? In many ways, we're all passengers on this show, really. So. <laughs> But yeah, it's Iggy Pop. Well, I know he's done some stuff. He's been in some movies. Yeah, what else has he been in? But he's just... Oh, don't pin me down. But he's been... <laughs> I know he's been in movies. But um, but yeah, he's, just... he's only in this one scene. And then um, he, d- he has a weird moment where he opens up Sam's lunchbox. Yeah. And for some reason, inside the lunchbox is the... the um, what do we say they're called? Death Ball or whatever? Danger Ball. Danger Ball. Hmm. Uh, which we saw earlier, and it shoots the spikes into his hand. Yeah, this is kind of like the mace of the day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then she's, <laughs> and Sam says to him, that's what you get for being a perv. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> but it's just a really odd scene, and anyone could have done it, couldn't yeah. they? But it just, they needed to have a scene where that ball comes into play, didn't they? Yeah. It's kind of a waste, though, isn't it? Don't you think? Yeah, I think it's more to show that she's becoming kind of like tank girl yeah Mm -hmm. she's you know she's learning that she doesn't just have to go with the status quo of Mm -hmm. everything you know what i mean yeah but yeah i do know what you mean it's just a kind of they needed to fill 45 seconds and yeah it's a it's a waste of of the ball and it's a waste of iggy pop yeah because i don't even think he had a song in it to like kind of he just happened to (laughs) not like ice t who well, there's just, no role. There's no role here, is there? No. You know, just, you could understood if he was kind of um, entertainment. If they'd have had a, a bit of him singing, or yeah, on, or just know. doing something funny. Yeah. 
really. Or, you know, it's just, not or anything. To, yeah, not trying to get it on with a 10 year old. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Not... I think it's just strange that he took the role, to be honest. Yeah, but... it is a bit weird. There must be an ulterior fit. Maybe he was mates with someone that. Yeah, helping someone out could be. Yeah. So, uh, so Tango finds Sam and they, um, they make a run for it. And they take Madam as a hostage. And then we get this weird song and dance moment, don't we? This scene took me right out of the film. <laughs> it just, it, I was, you know, I was, wasn't in, in it, in mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. this was kind of like, I've just jumped into a complete different movie. You know, it looked like it was a weird bummer party <laughs> from some It does, because what, what happens is she, <clears throat> she holds Madame at gunpoint and she tells her to start singing. And then she starts singing, and she says, if you don't sing, I'm going to cut off all your hair. And um, and then she commands everyone else to start singing, so all the punters in the room are, are singing, and all the dancers go into this full stage routine, don't they? Yeah. And surrounded by water. Yeah, we get the water features all just squirting out everywhere. Fountains. Yeah. And it's just another... This is a place that I can't understand how they're allowed to waste water. I can understand... <laughs> power and water being able to do it but why are these people allowed to do it yeah 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 i mean if you just threw something in there that they had some sort of like shady deal going on with them just to explain it that would help yeah just have a picture of like malcolm mcdowell on the wall or something just Mm. to kind of yeah you know it's his favorite place yeah it seems like it's the only place yeah (laughs) and let's face it if there was a a a nightclub stroke brothel he'd be going wouldn't he oh yeah definitely i mean just generally malcolm mcdowell would be hanging out in there probably yeah but, but yeah, yeah, I just I've, I found the scene very strange. Yeah, it's very odd. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'll give them the due. I mean, they, they were committed to what they were going to do, and they really did it. Oh, it was, it was. To be honest, it's probably the biggest set piece of the film. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, because there's about what, fifteen, twenty girls dancing around in this bit. I would have thought. Yeah, it's very strange, but I'll give them the due. They they, they went for it. Yeah. And they do it. And suddenly, the soldiers run in. And Sam is dragged away to a gunship. And I'm back at Water and Power. Um, Kelsey is showing off his robotic arm to Sam, isn't he? But we don't see space. That is the most dangerous arm I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. It's got these whirling blades in it, hasn't it? You could end up slicing your own side, couldn't you, with that? Well, you just forget and lower your arm a little bit too close to your body. Yeah. Oh. Or end up, yeah. like, taking somebody's eye out. <laughs> so Tango decides to search for Rippers to try and get their help. And uh, Jet and Tank are suddenly sucked into an underground lure, aren't they? I do like a, sa- a quick sand lift. Yes, absolutely. I've got one fitted in the garden at the back. <laughs> oh, nice. So they're captured by the Rippers and they're thrown into a cell with a load of bowling balls. Yeah, it's a very weird room. Yeah, this is going back to when we were talking about the 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 um, the shower room with the, the shopping baskets. Yeah. Just random things just thrown around. There's a lot of wasted power as well, I think. Yeah, in, in yes. Yeah. Because all these places are lit. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're not dark, are they? No, it's, it's, you know, and you can understand if it was just candles. Mm. Mm-hmm, but it's but not. It's full-on light, isn't yeah, it? It's full-on, you know, music, there's TVs, there's yeah. computers, it's just, it's just an underground bunker, isn't it, really? Absolutely, because next we actually <laughs> see the Rippers now, don't they? And they turn out to be sort of half-human, half-kangaroo people. Yeah. <laughs> and they're dressed like 90s uh, Californian surfer dudes, aren't they? Are these characters a bit racist? I don't necessarily think they're racist. I think they're supposed to be a certain type of West Coast American. But 
yeah, maybe it's just the Ice T character himself. Maybe. That's well, you say I mean. character, he's just playing himself, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, I've actually put Rippers with Attitude. Rippers with Attitude. Again, another great band. We should say, as you say, Ice T is one of the um, the main Kangaroo people. Yeah, he's yeah, and he's got a serious attitude. He does. Problem, he does. He? I think they're kind of going. I can see they're going for the oddball, you know, thing that the source material prob- probably has. Um, so I'm kind of inclined to cut them some slack over these um, over these kangaroo makeup things. Things, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean they they look they look okay they look okay in some shots, and in other shots you look at it and you think, oh. Um, I'd made a comparison between. Just just based on these characters, not the whole film. These characters compared to the Turtles movie <laughs> in nineteen ninety. Yeah. I think with with the Turtles film had half the budget mm-hmm. that this film had. And I don't think there's too much difference. No, in fact I think you're right though in some respect. I think the Turtles look slightly better yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the mechanical ears, which I think yeah. they do work quite well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the, I think that, I think the the Turtles film had a thirteen million dollar budget. Do you know what? And this had double that. I, I think that <clears> what works against the makeup in a way is is, it, and I know why they had to do it this way because you wanted to to see the actors. But I think in some respect, mm-hmm. because you can see the actors through the makeup, it it looks as because it only comes down to about just below the nose. Yeah, it, it verges on looking really silly, doesn't it? You know, it's like bad, um, bad cosplay. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned the turtles actually, because there's a bit that happens that we'll get to very, very soon that really reminded me of the mm-hmm. turtles movie. One of the turtles. Yeah, movies. Yeah. You know what I'm going talking about, don't you? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, so um, so the Rippers mm-hmm. then pumping gas into the cell and they knock um, knock the two heroes out, and when they come to, they're tied mm-hmm. up, surrounded by all the kangaroo people, and Ice T thinks that they're spies, uh-huh. while another um, slightly erudite-sounding ripper named DT, he's got his doubts, hasn't he? And he starts sprouting poetry at him. Yeah, and this is this is the character, I can't remember what his name was, um, the guy who plays Luke Cage's dad. This is... Yeah, D- uh, DT. DT. Yeah, DT, that's character. it, yeah. Because you can tell by his voice, he's got some dulcet tone, hasn't he? For... Absolutely, yeah. And we get we get um, to meet um, the other one of the other main uh, rippers. He's called um, what did we say? He's called Bugger. Bugger, Bugger. yeah, yeah. And he's played by Jeff Cober, mm-hmm. um, classic TV actor Jeff Cober. <laughs> yeah, he's done he's done pretty much every single. He's done every single um, thing. <laughs> X Files, Buffy. Yeah. He's done the range. I think he has. And Bugger's kind of like he's yeah. he's a bit slow. Let's say we'll call it. We'll say that. We'll put it nicely. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not the he's not the sharpest ripper, is he? No, he's not. No. Oh, very good. I'd say he's more of a, <laughs> he's more of a tripper than a ripper. I would say. He's more of a, a, a gummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, they have a vote on whether they should kill Tank Girl and Jet, and they vote by raising their tails, don't they? <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, that did make me laugh. <laughs> and it's a tie. Yeah. So later back in the cell, Tank and Jet uh, are messing around. They, they, they seem to have a very lackadaisical attitude about being captured by these weird mutant kangaroo people, don't they? They're just having a bit of a laugh and a joke yeah, while I they're can, in there. You know? I can understand, again, Tank Girl's reaction because she just takes everything as it comes normally. Yeah. But, but Jet Girl has seemed to be a little bit more panicky, can I put? 
Maybe Tank Girl's been rubbing off on her. Well, if only. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd react like Sergeant Small. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, So So Tank Girl, um, uh, she's talking to to Bugger on the other side of the cell. And he, she offers to um, make it worth his while if she, if he lets her out to go to the bathroom. Yeah, put a smile on so, his face. Put a smile on his. I mean, she's basically offering to have sex with a kangaroo. Isn't yeah, she? that's pretty much what she's saying. And he's more interested in baseball cards. He is because he's kind of childlike, uh-huh. and um, he kind of explains that the origin of the Rippers, doesn't he? And he says that the the experiments um, created to make the perfect soldier. Yeah, I've got a bit of a problem with this. Okay, well they mixed. You're supposed to mix human and and kangaroo DNA, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. And Johnny Johnny Prophet, who was the leader, he did yeah. it, didn't? Oh yeah. The problem I have is, why would you choose a kangaroo? Got to be more dangerous animals out there besides kangaroos. Yeah, there's there's lots in there. You know, you'd go with a bloody tarantula, tarantula, bloody all kinds of yeah. things. You know, you might as well have chosen a koala bear. <laughs> I don't know. They've got some you know mean I mean? claws on those things. You know? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Just... I, I, in fact, I'm, I wrote down a similar note. Yeah. Yeah, because I just put, why would you choose kangaroos? Because the only thing that they have is powerful legs, mm-hmm. and you've cut that part of them off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because all they have is the head. Well, not even the head. The top part of the head, isn't it? They do seem to be super strong, though. These kangaroo people. They do. Don't they? Yeah, maybe maybe they've got a good like muscle density or something. Or yeah. Them. Because they do seem to be able to jump quite far, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. They do. <clears throat> and the Rippers over here a radio transmission about a shipment of weapons that's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Now, Ice-T, again, thinks that this is going to be a trap. He's not very trustworthy of any of them. No, he <laughs> thinks that they're spies, mm-hmm. doesn't he? And Rippers give Tank and Jet the chance to prove themselves. They want them to confirm that the shipment's real, so they fit them with radio transmission equipment and send them off, don't they? And the Rippers mm-hmm. talk about who they were before the experiment. Ice-T apparently was a cop. Um, another one was a retail manager, yeah. and Bugger. It turns out that he was actually a dog. <laughs> yeah, he says that he was. He was it? He had done so well that he'd been upgraded to human status, and he, says, yeah. he looks down and goes, "Well, almost." <laughs> I actually thought that was quite. Funny. That was yeah, it was quite good. <laughs> so Tank Girl and Jet set off. Um, she's on her tank, so they break into the station and send the um, they send the Rippers a message confirming that the shipment is there but ice tea is still unconvinced and then we get more bjork music <laughs> didn't we um that she she got you get twice your uh, twice yeah, your money's worth yeah, don't you bjork this could this. have been where the money went to be completely honest oh on yeah the on the sound <clears throat> you know you you could well be right there probably a lot of this music did probably mm. cost a lot to mm. clear i would have thought so tango confronts the workers and she poses weirdly as a photographer doesn't she? Yeah, she's uh, it's another. She plays a few characters in this actually, didn't she? Yeah, I'm just confused as to what <laughs> what the hell is going on in this world. I mean, was, so the, do they have magazines still? Someone's well, still putting out yeah. putting out. Well, she said that she's she's doing the water and power calendar, didn't she? Which would suggest well, that which would also yeah. So that means that there's obviously a a, a, <clears throat> a printing organization that's still doing these things, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just what kind yeah. of post-apocalypse? I mean, it's not a bad place to live. This place, it's, really, is no, it? No, it's, it's well, it's better than some third-world countries. At the exactly, minute, it's, exactly. It's all very strange. And everyone's just a bit too happy and eager to take the photo, isn't it? Oh, they can't yeah. wait, can they? The men, they can't wait. The, the men to to start posing in front yeah. of the crates, can they? And pulling the pulling He-Man poses and all kinds of stuff. You know? 
So they, uh, they send the pictures of the crates and the weapons back to the Rippers. And Jet's getting a little bit too much into taking these pictures, isn't she? She's really going for it. She's going, oh, give me more, give me more. <laughs> she gets it. Yeah, she gets a little bit carried she away, doesn't she? She's supposed to be taking the pictures of the guns, mm-hmm. isn't she, in mm-hmm. the crates? But no, she's <clears> into <throat> it. So then Tank Girl attacks the rig, transporting the shipment, doesn't she? And we get a big action sequence here. I say big. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is where Jack gets in the plane, but for some reason yeah, it won't start. It's because she's realised it's actually made out of paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? She can't find that little plastic bit that you're supposed to fit on the end to make it fly. <laughs> That's it, just nosedives. So I did like the the shot of Tank Girl as she's um, standing on top of the tank and the tank's driving along, blasting at the the shipment. She starts um, barbecuing a sausage. A barbecue on a tank, yep. Rough and beat yeah, that. can't beat that. No. But again, who's driving? Yes, exactly. The tank is now sentient, I think. It's all very strict. As I said before, there's no explanation of it. It just happens. So she takes control of the rig just as Jet appears in the sky above her. And um, but suddenly there's a cliff edge looming into view, isn't there? And and the brakes don't work. And we this is where we get the interesting shot looking down into the chasm, and it seems to be filled with all the ruins of skyscrapers and of a city, doesn't it? It's it's almost like is that where the the meteor hit maybe? Mm. Which is why it's in a ditch. Yeah, because yeah. it, it seems to like it hit close to where they are. It didn't seem like it hit on the other side of the world, did it? It seemed no. like it hit there. Which is maybe why their place is as rubbish as it is. Because the rest of the world's <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. They've gone, let's just pretend. We won't tell them that yeah. it's all fine over here. Yeah, oh, it happened everywhere, really, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so Tango manages to jump back to her tank just as the rig goes over the edge. And uh, Booger leaps in and he and he saves her from falling in the end, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's got some serious wire work going on. He does. Way. Oh, there's lots of wire work, <clears> isn't there? Yeah. So later they're having a celebratory dinner and Ice-T says that the guns will be destroyed because they don't use weapons. Because they're kind of ultra-religious, aren't they? So then um, DT recites some poetry and it's, it's kind of like, it reminded me of, you know, like Daddy-O, all that kind of stuff, you know, because yeah, there's a sax, yeah. he's sax, playing his saxophone, saxophone doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they all have a dance and this is the bit that reminded me of Turles. Yeah, definitely. Because it's all got that, it's, it's kind of like that, that really tinny plasticky 90s sort of pop beat to it yeah but i'm just wondering at this point 25 there's 25 minutes left of this movie and i was thinking to myself where's this going mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel like there's 20 it feels like there should be another hour of this because th- there doesn't seem to be any closer to any kind of resolution yeah. and this this scene alone where they're all dancing feels like it should be in the middle of the movie rather than towards the end of it doesn't it no definitely because uh, to be honest when i started watching i was quite shocked that it was an hour and 44 minutes long you know and it's yeah where where does that go and it'd be it'd be interesting to actually time the um animation scenes because i said about 25 percent, which i'm pretty sure is probably not far off to be fair later after the dancing's all finished tank girl's laying on the floor with booger and they they have a they share a bit of a moment don't yeah, they yeah. nothing wrong with a bit of bestiality clearly no well this is clearly what's happening because we get a slow fade out and then it's morning yeah. so they, they did it yeah. right but but they didn't because go on tell the story you, you... <laughs> right well apparently mgm insisted on cutting this scene of them laying back naked after after having done some stuff despite spending five thousand dollars on a prosthetic cock <laughs> why why would you do that 
Well, well, why would you cut it or why would you have made it in the first place? Well, why would you cut it if you've already done it? But what I'm thinking yeah. is why would you even go to the trouble of building that to have it in the scene? You don't need to see it, do you? No, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't cost five grand either. Do you, do you think maybe there was some, let's say, creative accountancy going on with, yeah, with the budget maybe. on this? Yeah. yeah. How, much was, how much was the plastic kangaroo cock then? Oh, five grand. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm. <laughs> and then Slip, to not use it. it. to Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> Ooh, uh. <laughs> maybe you took it home yeah you never know well with him I mean <laughs> Caligula and all you know <laughs> but yeah it's biz- what a bizarre idea it's a, a very weird you know even if it was in the comics why mm. not just do mm-hmm. one of those comic book cuts yeah or, you don't need to you know just, just insinuate it you don't need to you don't need to have done it. No. To be honest, I, I imagine in 95, it probably didn't go down well anyway. So I think this is a case of, of them actually taking something out that, that made sense. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have been a step too far. Yeah, I think so. And I, you know, and, you know mm-hmm. I, I watch all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Do you want that going on record? Yeah. <laughs> I'd go on record and say there hasn't been a film that has made me turn it off apart from ankle biters <laughs> and now I wish I'd watched it yeah so do I so do I a studio actually made a decent call for once and on this movie mm. that's that's amazing really isn't it well yeah going by the 75 pages of add-ons yeah. that they had every other day <laughs> so it's the next morning and they're um, they're opening up the crates that they've got but the boxes only contain dirt and the body of their leader, Johnny Prophet. Good old Johnny Prophet, the late great singer. <laughs> See, they could have used Iggy Pop in this character. What? <laughs> As an emaciated corpse? Yeah, he'd, no. he'd have fitted perfectly, really, wouldn't? He? <laughs> as 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 the character of Johnny Prophet. And had him in it. And just mm. had him in it, even in flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Would have been even as well as that character. Yeah. In that thing, you know. But the death of their leader sends the Rippers into a howling frenzy, doesn't it? <laughs> it is funny, I know. It's quite funny. And um, and we get more comic panels, and then we see Tank and the gang coming up with a plan to storm the yeah, water, good. the water and power building. Well, it's Naomi Watts actually coming up with a plan, and that think... it is, it is. Yeah. And uh, what happens is Tank attaches a parachute to her, and um, and then attaches the other end to the tank, and then she heads off. Uh, while Jet sets off in a plane, and we get a nice shot of the plane. Pl- plane. The plane. We, we get. <laughs> get an Australia. I've got Australian there. That was one of your better accents. Get, I know. I know. God, Ugh, they're all. They're all. They're all amazing. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you've been listening to. Um, we get a nice shot of the plane flying over the ruined city. Uh, I did go with the skull in the foreground. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was with uh, actual Ice T's music playing in the background. Yeah, it, did you yeah, notice yeah, that? Yeah. Do you think that was a condition? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you want me to play what? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, but yeah. <laughs> fucking kangaroo. I know. I know. I mean, why would you? But yeah. anyway. <laughs> so Jet. Um, Jet tunes in the radio and they contact flight control in a, a hilarious comedy moment where they're pretending to to well she's feeding bugger lines as to trying to land the yeah, thing um, isn't she yeah. at the HQ and uh, Tango storms the HQ in what looks um it's an oddly unimpressive action sequence this isn't it right can I bring this up now then go on they they were using explosions 
to cover up a lack of action in this film. Absolutely. There is yeah. way too many explosions for so mm. little shots being sh- fired. Absolutely. Especially this scene. Yeah. It, it, this scene kind of epitomizes, um, yeah, how much explosion they literally this is probably where most of the budget went on <laughs> bombs to blow up to cover the little act which is which is weird because i think laurie petty was more than capable of oh absolutely of doing yeah. these scenes because you see it you even see it in the in the kind of final bit when you know mm-hmm. i won't bring it up yet but um but yeah, I, th- I think they missed a trick. They could have, they could have used their action scenes a lot. But like that bit with when she was attacking the 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 um the lorry with the all the stuff on it. Yeah, that was a that was a great set piece. They it could was. have easily yeah. done, easily done more than that. And, and oddly, as you say, it's it it, it kind of just all it does is if it costs a lot to do these. I don't know how much the odd explosion in a movie costs, but if it did take up some of the budget, mm-hmm. in an odd way, it makes it look even cheaper, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Unless they got it on wholesale, which is why they missed so many of them. <laughs> they did the I whole think... movie on on wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just this this was yeah. If you haven't actually seen this film yet, even if you just go and find this scene, mm-hmm. this epitomizes the the overuse of of explosions to cover up maybe it's the fact that the the sets aren't very big so they've they've used it to cover up lack of space i don't yeah. i don't know yeah because you don't really apart from that scene where she's attacking the the freighter lorry mm-hmm. you don't really see the the tank move more than about 10 feet do no you, you don't do you and everything sh- and, and all the action sequences are shot at night anyway so yeah. and for a film that's called tank girl there's very little tank exactly I think that's probably one of the problems people that people that are fans of the comic probably had with it, you know. Yeah, and like I say, not not having ever read the comics, mm-hmm. um, but I can't imagine that. Yeah, you, know, you only got to see how much tank was being used in the in the animations. Yeah, absolutely. At no point was she very rarely not sitting on top of it, riding around. Oh, when, stuff yeah, the, the tank in the animation was doing amazing things. Yeah, yeah, which would have been which could have been an awesome film. Absolutely, it? that's why it should have been an animated movie, but yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Even half, even half and half. Imagine something like Cool World. I know yeah. it's rubbish, but <laughs> Cool World and Tank Girl, yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, you, could have, you know, you think like the 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 Rippers, they could have been. Yeah, they could have been like that, couldn't they? Oh, even absolutely. If you just had Laurie Petty as <clears> the <throat> character, mm-hmm. and maybe Malcolm McDowell and everybody else. Yeah, a kind of animated version. Well, that would have been something, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, would have been it would have covered anything. up a lot of shortcomings. Anyway, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Agree with you one hundred percent there. Things are going badly in the plane. Boogers make a complete mess of it until Jet suddenly takes charge and convinces them all to give them clearance to land. Do you want me to read the? Go on. The passage that she says. Yeah, go on. You do it. Go on. Got, now here's the situation. This bird has got no electrical, and in about two minutes we're going to be kissing gravel. So listen to me, you sperm sucker. <laughs> Either you get off your butt and clear us for landing, or I'm going to fly this rocket right up your socket. <laughs> I, that's probably the best line in the whole film. Sperm sucker. You don't yeah. know sperm. Yeah, yeah. Calling someone a sperm sucker and expecting them to do what you want is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> so um, back inside the HQ, um, Kay's watching everything on those amazing closed circuit TV screens again, isn't he? We should say that every shot of um, Kay at this point 
um, they've taken great care to obscure his face, haven't they? Yeah, because yeah, you're you're not sure if it's even him at this point. Are you? You can hear him speaking, mm-hmm. but there's mm-hmm. there's a reason why you're not seeing mm-hmm. not seeing his his whole body at this point. Yeah, so I mean, they're obviously building up to some kind of amazing reveal, aren't they? Yeah, 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 and it's going to be so exciting. Yeah, I'm not sure when it appears, but it'll. <laughs> well, we'll get there. <laughs> um, so the tanks storm in the gates, and um, she absails from the tank straight inside. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the Rippers, now in the weird combat night vision goggle suit things that they're wearing. Yeah, this is where the, their feet have gone to human feet. Now, <laughs> I think they? that's because the stunt people probably couldn't. Maybe they had like kangaroo feet, and then they were just tripping over themselves as they were trying to do these stunts. So they, yeah, took them off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bollocks to this this isn't gonna work yeah and they've infiltrated through in, into the into the compound as well and Kay has mm. placed sam the girl the little girl inside a inside the pipe and he's slowly filling it with water the pipe <laughs> mm-hmm. another waste. <laughs> it is another waste and this i'm not to be honest go on. if you no, go on. i'll say wouldn't you just drink it <laughs> but knowing him i mean you get iggy pop involved he'd probably drink it while she was in it well he would wouldn't he <laughs> <laughs> this plan though is so bonkers even a James Bond villain wouldn't touch it really I mean I can't work out what he's going for at this point no no mm. it's it's very weird isn't it yeah. is it it's supposed to be a torture method but I don't know is it supposed to be claustrophobia or is it supposed to be fear of water I think it's just really fucking sure annoying to be honest <laughs> You can understand if it was like the the Chinese water torture when you just like head, dripping yeah. it on someone's forehead, but dunking people in it—that's short. You might as well waterboard them, aren't you, if you're going to do that? <laughs> do you know what? I'm gonna. I want. I want to take just that little section of you saying, "Oh, you might as well waterboard them," and then keep that, and I'm going to use it whenever, <laughs> whenever I want you to do something. You know what I mean? Whenever there's. <laughs> well, you don't want this getting out, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to become famous before you. <laughs> You'll be instantly famous when this goes out. What are you yeah. talking about? It's when you're using it for the really sort of like mundane things. You know what I mean? Like, I'll put the kettle on. Why? Well, must have just waterboarded. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> <laughs> could be your catchphrase. It could be. Might as well just waterboard him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Colin's got his uh, Benedictine. I bet he does. I've yeah, got I've my. I've trying my hardest to get that in today, and I just haven't been able to. I've got my, um, well, that tells you everything you need to know, and you've got your, you might as well just waterboard him. <laughs> Perfect. Let's see if I can, I'll be able to get that into the next episode. <laughs> if we ask you back. Oh, you'll ask me back. <laughs> <laughs> when there's no one else that does it, hey, you You never know, you might be replacing me, Maya. This. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, back with the film. <laughs> Is there a film? There is a film. There, it, oh, well, it, a film. technically it's a film. It was a, it yeah. was a film. It was made. It was a yeah. film. So Tango yeah. meets up with Jet and the others, and the Rippers reveal that they um, they work better in the dark. So because you can't see them. DT then. go yeah because <laughs> you can you start laughing as soon as they start attacking you you know. So DT goes on a rampage and he disables the power before being shot and he dies to the smooth sounds of jazz. Yeah, it's beautiful. This is one of the the three or four times you actually see someone covered in blood because mm-hmm. when they do a close-up of his face you actually see blood coming out of his mouth and mm-hmm. uh, it was at this point i thought i don't remember seeing too much blood in this film mm-hmm. and then it was, i thought back and i thought yeah there is literally like three or four times when um someone's actually physically yeah. got blood coming out of them so but it's interesting because the ripper's now going around uh, 
because they're angry because DT's died. They're gonna they're gonna yeah, rampage. Yeah. Aggro, yeah. They? But it struck mm-hmm. me, as you say, that you remember the first scene in the movie. We, we, we saw the results of a ripper attack. There was the torn up body yeah. in the and mm-hmm. in the sand. And there was blood everywhere. And then again, after they attacked the soldiers and took um, Kay's arm off, she's walking around the results of it. And there's at one point, I think there's there's a guy laying on the floor with a big fleur stuck in his mouth, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that does. That's not. It doesn't seem like this. These people no, at all. No, because it? now they seem to be fine in a much more sort of toned down way. I suppose it's because hmm. now that we we know them as characters, we don't want to see them as monsters anymore. Yeah, possibly. When we didn't know who they were, or what was doing this, it was all right to show like the, the aftermath and blood everywhere and arms being ripped yeah. off. But now we want to see them more as as people rather than creatures, really. As a feel, as a viewer, you know. Yeah, yeah. But by doing that, it just makes me think that someone else had actually done all that yeah they've just got the complete wrong because <laughs> you know at no point is there anything in that bunker that you would even suggest had been taken from them or yeah. of anybody it's like they've literally just been living there apart from but then i suppose they are kind of a uh, resistance mm-hmm. aren't they which yeah, they have to get their hands dirty eventually don't they even you know who it was don't you that really <laughs> did all that stuff in the other film and at the beginning of the movie no what you know, it was those bloody koala human hybrid people <laughs> yeah, that we koala. mentioned earlier. They live over the other sand, you know, yeah. the other side. They've just been biding their time, waiting, haven't they? I think it was actually uh, her boyfriend, that douchebag in the uh, spiderweb jacket. Yeah, right? he's he not really dead. So means, meanwhile, Sam's slowly drowning in, in the pipe. <laughs> slowly drowning. Doesn't go above her ears, that water. He, he doesn't seem to get any more than what it is, does no. it? It's, and Tango finds her, and then Kei slowly walks out of the shadows, and we see his face, and it looks intact. And he's also mimicking Sam's voice, isn't he? he well, he pretends like he's got like a weird chip or something, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's later you'll find out how he can actually mm-hmm. do that voice. It, is, it just occurred to me now, actually, not even when I was watching it. Yeah. So she fires at him, but he deflects the bullets with his robotic arm, and I'm thinking, just shoot the fucking legs. Yeah. You know, but they never do that, do they? They never shoot the leg. No. Also, um, hair dye. Hair what? <laughs> Where the hell do you get hair dye from in this world? She's had about six different coloured hairs. She's got like this purple streak thing in her. Oh ends. yeah, I suppose. That never occurred. That never occurred to me either. Because she's got like, uh, well, what would you say, titanium yeah. white hair, wouldn't you? Yeah. And. Um, Kind of Harley Quinn-ish, if you, you know, going back to that, she's got different like highlights in it, and I have no idea where she gets that from because I'm pretty sure you need water to put that in most of the time. Well, we've, <clears> we've <throat> clearly established that that doesn't mean a single thing, does it? <laughs> People just waste shit in this world, <laughs> and it's all done really nicely as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So it's, it's I mean, not it's not patchy arsed. or anything, is it? You no, know, it's because if I'd done it. It'd, uh, my fucking ears and stuff would be different colours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. My son died. He's a blue today. Oh, nice. So Kay grabs Tank by the arm. I played you like an old fiddle, he says. And then over the tannoy, he plays audio of Jet coming up with the plan to storm the HQ. And at this point, I thought, I thought like, um, like Tank Girl obviously thinks that Jet's been working with, with him. But no, she hasn't. It turns out that, okay, now this... <laughs> Just go with me on this, right? Somewhere, somehow, he supposedly fitted tiny hidden microphones all over Tank Girl's body. And she didn't know? No. 
I'm trying to think of, there was only ever one point in this whole film where she was unconscious and he wasn't anywhere near her at that point but if they're that small that they're undetectable that you mm. can't even sense them on yourself mm. I mean I don't know about you but if I feel a little ant crawling on my leg I'll feel yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah that's a Mm, yeah. There's, there's not the technology in this film isn't super. Doesn't look that enough. advanced, does it? It doesn't but look then, that advanced. But then going back to that James Hong character, he did say that he had more technology than anyone should really have. So I suppose it's true. And then we're going to get to something in a minute that, as we yeah. said, makes no sense whatsoever. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus the fact that if he's got all these tiny cameras hidden all over um, her body. That means he was listening in when she was having kangaroo sex. Ah, yeah. Mm. Oh, you, you sounded a little bit, little bit too happy about that, then. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like to have jacked off with that robotic arm he's got, though. <laughs> if he used the wrong arm. That could have that oh. could have really, really gone badly. Oh, the horror, the horror. Especially with those little spike things on the side. Oh, God. Maybe that's why he's got such a high-pitched voice. That, that really brings the term danger wank into... Uh... <laughs> Into full effect there, doesn't it? Yeah. Full on danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tank and Kelsey have a fight, and um, this is intercut with comic panels as well, isn't it? It reminded me of sixties Batman. It did, yes, absolutely. With the pals and the, you know. The thing is that the, the fighting in the panels is a lot better than what they're actually doing in in the actual live yeah. action because all he does yeah. is flail around for a bit and then falls on the floor and gets his arms stuck, doesn't he? Yeah, he's pretty rubbish. He, he is, he is. I can see why he's got, like, guards and stuff. So Tank Girl's standing over him um, as he's trapped on the floor. But as she goes to punch him, his head, his whole head, mm-hmm. shimmers. Yeah, it's a, it's a... It's a hologram. It's a hologram, isn't it? Just the head. Yeah. So, pretty sure how does this work? How does this work, If you cut someone's then? head off, they yeah. die. What's controlling him? Where's his no brain? They don't, they don't even tell you either, do they? No. I mean, I just presume that maybe the real head's in a in a jar somewhere, as you say, like Future Armor Future style. Armor reference, yeah. yeah. And and then he's controlling it through. He's kind of hooked into something mm. in his brain. Possibly. But they don't show you that no. or explain it to you. You could even you could even go down the route of the robotic arm has got some sort of thing in it. Yeah. That controls it, which is why when it gets damaged, it kind of. You know, but but if you can make a ro- robotic arm, mm. why go to all the trouble of taking the head off, mm. but keeping the body? Yeah, it doesn't make. I mean, sense, I know his face it? got all mangled. Okay, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, surely the bit with the brain in is the most important bit. You why would... keep the rest of it? Just build a metal body. Yeah, true. Put also, the brain in the body I'd, somewhere. I actually think it would have been better if he'd have had mangled face. Okay, well, that cool. again. Again, that would have been something, wouldn't well, it? Have looked, I think he'd have looked awesome if he'd have had, like, Absolutely. Terminator head or something. I mean, it's got to be better than this. Yeah. Term- he, term- even... Terminator head? Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> even, even, like, pulls it down. He even makes a joke about it, doesn't he? He pulls it down, pretty much saying, mm. no, I'm invincible. Yeah. Which is clearly not fucking true. Cause... Yeah. But um, because, yeah, she, even, well... she even makes a, a Muhammad Ali reference as well, doesn't she? She does. What does she say? And she says, I'm so pretty. <laughs> Again, the, the grasp of pop culture in this post-apocalyptic world is amazing, really. It's better than mine. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Well, what have we had? We've had Doris Day. Yeah. 
We've had Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. We've had um, I can't remember who the singer was. Um, the music that they were playing in the somewhere it was like a nineteen twenties sort of. Oh jazz, yeah. Wasn't yeah. It? Mm-hmm. Um, who else we had? Bjork. Bjork. Yeah, it would have had Soundgarden if they would have had thirty million budget. And <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a yeah a huge a huge nod to. 90s. The weird thing is, though, Muhammad Ali. I don't. He, was he even still fighting in the 90s? Oh no, 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 no. no he no. had finished way by then, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that would have been even further back. Because mm. you think if that's 2033, and say he finished fighting in the 70s mm-hmm. at a push, because he didn't go to Vietnam, so that was mm-hmm. 69, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, he was still and I presume- fighting. I presume Tank Girl's only in her early twenties, I would say. Oh yeah, yeah. Even mm. if Laurie Petty isn't. Yeah. The ca- <laughs> no. Yeah, the character. Yeah. Um. So you think that's she would have been born kind of nowish, two thousand and ten-ish around there, wouldn't it? You'd think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you're still looking at fifty years. Well, I suppose, but yeah, I imagine would you, would would your boy know who Muhammad Ali was if you mm. asked him? Only because he, I, I showed him the comic where he fights Superman. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but did yeah, but did he win? <laughs> ah, spoilers. I'm not spoiling it for you. You can go and read it. Um, yeah. So yeah, but the whole thing with the with the holographic head is just it's just it's yeah. it's it, it makes no sense whatsoever, and it's just weird. It kind of it ruins what's already been mm-hmm. a questionable film, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's one step too far. Yeah, it's made the Malcolm McDowell character just look a bit silly. He has, he has, yeah. Yeah, they spent so much time trying to make him out to be this evil genius, mm-hmm. almost. And, you know, you'd at least had a power source that didn't short-circuit after five seconds of fighting. So so Kelsey, taught, he, he makes a comeback, doesn't he? And um, he, then he corners yeah. Tank Girl. Um, but she's still sort of... Upbeat and taking the taking the pee out of him. Yeah, yeah. she loves it. Yeah, definitely. I say, it's uh, she's she's defiant to the end, isn't she? Mm. I think that's that's the one thing I like about this film is that her character, mm-hmm. even though it kind of evolves because she goes from being just this kind of selfish yeah sort of yeah. character at the beginning to a little less selfish. <laughs> I'm not saying that she's completely selfless, but she certainly looks out for people now, doesn't she? And um, she's a very good character. I think. She deserves a better movie. The character, I think, deserves a better movie. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. But um, Kay says to her that if she'll admit that she's beaten, then he'll release Sam and save her life. But Tank Girl says that she'd rather die. It's a bit selfish. Yeah, yeah, true. It's that whole thing of say, say I win. Mm. And she says I win, <laughs> which I did, I did, I did like that a little bit because we've all said that. Yeah, we've all done that when we were little. Yeah, Someone said, I'll oh, say I've won, and you go, I've won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now suddenly the tank bursts in on its own. Automatic tank. Yeah, yeah, blasting everything, and Kay falls against an electrical field, and his arm gets pinned again, and she tells the tank to fire, but it shakes its. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, this is where you know f- it's fully sentient. Don't yeah, you? It, it shakes its gun barrel in a, like mm. a no mm-hmm. way, doesn't it? It's out of ammo. Um, so she climbs inside and she grabs a, cr- a crate of beer. Yep, more beer. An actual crate of beer, isn't it? This huge crate of beer. Paul's worst fear 
wasting beer. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. So um, Jet's going on some wild killing spree while this is going on. She's just shooting everybody yeah, left, right, and centre, isn't she? And Sergeant Small panics and he legs it out, doesn't he? Uh-huh. Um, and then back with Kay, um, he frees himself just as um, Tank Girl fires the beer cans at him. She loads the beer can, yeah. She loads the beer into the into the gun barrel, and he's deflecting it with his metal arm. And at this point, I did right. I actually made a note. What a waste. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, raising the tank's cannon, she fires one last can, hitting him. She hits a bucket of water that's above his head. Why is there just a random bucket of water just just perched there? Maybe it's collecting the rain. I don't. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, and the water comes down and it short circuits his holographic head worst invention ever I know and he collapses and then the bucket crashes down on top of him for good measure yeah. doesn't it the only thing that was yeah. missing was I'm melting <laughs> <laughs> well we get to that don't we because we get um, we get a nice comic panel hmm. of Tank Girl as Dorothy and, and Kay as the Wicked Witch and it actually says I'm melting I'm melting <laughs> I did like that yeah. I thought that was quite good yeah but that's so not fin- actually how he's finished, is it? It's not, no, because finally Tank Girl grabs the um, the bottle-sucking device. The, the juicer. From, which magically appears yeah. again, and she uses it on Kay. And he says, as, as all the, the life water is being sucked from his body, he says, it's not over. I mean, he's implying that he'll be back for the sequel, but no, none of you will, really, will they? That's <laughs> not going to happen. No. So then Tank Girl rescues Sam from the pipe, and, um, and then we see a um, we get a little segment where Sergeant Small's climbing into a gunship to try and make his escape, and he notices that laser sight again appears, doesn't it? At least this time she was in the room. Absolutely, but it's Jet. It's not Tank Girl. Yep. It's Jet. No. And this is where we get. I mean, she shoots him in the head, basically. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but we get some lines. I was thinking they could have done better than this, couldn't they? <laughs> because bit. he says, "Fuck me." And she says, how many times do I have to tell you? I don't want to. And then she shoots him. It's a bit wordy. That's it's a bit problem. wordy. And, it, and it's just, you know, you could have come up with something better, yeah. maybe. <clears throat> but, yeah, it is, it is a little bit. Mm. You've kind of, you had one chance to kind of give Jet Girl a big send-off. This is her big bad, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Throughout the whole film, this is her big bad. and uh, It's not much of a payoff, is it? No, mm. but don't you think it's kind of just in time with the rest of the how this film's been? A letdown. Yeah. 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 It's kind of. It was always just maybe not just this side of the mark, but it's certainly this side of the it, mark. It, ill-conceived ideas, I think. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the time. Mm. Anyway, Tank Girl and Sam are suddenly confronted by a group of guards, and they think they're done for until Bugger appears, and it seems that he's now in charge. He's he says he's taken all their bullets away. Yeah. So then uh, Bugger and and uh, Tank Girl kiss, and then we get an animated end credit sequence of Tank Girl riding a rocket, firing rockets from her boobs, and all manner of crazy visuals. And again, this is really really good stuff. This is everything that you wanted this film to have been. Absolutely. In this kind of just this one, what is it? Forty seconds. Yeah. Probably Even that, if that, yeah. 30 it's, seconds, possibly. Mm-hmm. It's everything that should have been in yeah. this film. Yeah, and it's great. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the end of Tank Girl. So, <laughs> literally, Adam. Literally. <laughs> literally the end of Tank Girl as well. Yeah, yeah. Who knows, maybe one day. Maybe. There is one so, more thing we haven't mentioned yet. Go on, go on. Did you see the boom operator's name? 
Oh, go on, lay it on me. His name is Freddy Potato Head. <laughs> no, do you think that's just a case of a guy not wanting to put his name on something? I'm hoping so. <laughs> because if someone was actually called that, I'd be very disappointed. If we get an, e- an email after this comes out from Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, who. Uh... Yeah. Whose face fell off yeah. while he was making it. <laughs> He's got glasses and a little moustache, but it's crooked. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do like I do, just put his eye in his mouth and. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. So, uh, right, that so was Adam, meant. yeah, so Adam, you've got the question now that I'm sure you're familiar with. What did you think of Tank Girl? I remember liking this when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> I was quite bored watching it this time. Mm-hmm. To be fair, apart from the the fun bits that were broken up, you know, in the little cartoon sections. Mm-hmm. But I kept watching due to one doing it for this. Yeah. <laughs> always two, good. Always good that you did. And two because I still quite fancy Laurie Petty in this film. Right. Okay. The acting was poor. Mm-hmm. For the most, for ninety-five percent of this film. And over the top, mm-hmm. in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. But not in a comic book way, just in a really poorly acted way. Yeah, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't done specifically for fun. It was just rubbish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but as I've already said, Laurie Petty was a great fit for this for this mm-hmm. film. She was great mm-hmm. as a tank girl. Um, she's kind of the one redeeming feature, to be honest. Of mm-hmm. it. Um, and I generally like Malcolm McDowell in in most oh, things, absolutely. as we've already yeah. discussed. He brings a he brings a little bit to each film he's in, doesn't he? Um, but anyone could have played that bad guy role, couldn't they? I know that could be the case for most films, but you know it's not like when you watch a certain you watch Die Hard and you see Alan Rickman and you think no one else really could have played that role. Yeah, this was you know you and I probably could have had a punt at it. <laughs> well, it's certainly no, it's not a three dimensional role, is it? No, no, absolutely. Which you know, it is what it is, and you know mm-hmm. what you're getting into when you watch it, don't you? But uh, the makeup was was okay. Again, as we as we've already discussed, I felt the Turtles film mm-hmm. was done better yeah. with less budget. Yeah, half yeah. the budget, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Too many explosions covering up. Mm-hmm. No action scenes. Um, and uh, going back to that, I like the buildings. You know, the models, apart from the planes, the plane models were a bit toss. Um, and the cartoon breaks, I enjoyed more than the live action parts. Absolutely. Which, in a film like this, shouldn't be the case. Yeah. You know, they should they should just be little segues that are nice and colourful and you know they're just there mm-hmm. to add to it not to make up a quarter of the film um, the tank was good despite we're not really sure why it was sent in by the end of it um, so unfortunately I think it's a miss by a long way Ooh. you know the tank wouldn't have hit the barn door with a machine gun <laughs> nice um well i'd never seen this film before and although i'm a big comic book fan this was something that i knew very little about i'd, I'd never read a tank girl comic ever so i can only come at it from from the same perspective as you uh, uh, just look at it as a movie and it's a bit of a mess you have to give it credit for trying to do something different and quirky with 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 what it had but 
Laurie Petty's fine as Tango. Naomi Watts is pointless. Ice T is just Ice T, and Malcolm McDowell brings, as we said, a bit of class. It's got a great soundtrack, not good '90s soundtrack, and I do like all the comic book stuff. The 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 you know the transitions between the scenes and the animated segments are just great. And I do like the fact that it, it has got a bit of a bonkers sensibility to it. You know, it's, it, in that respect, I enjoyed it. Unfortunately, and it's a big unfortunately, it's that bonkers, it's that very same bonkers quality that works against it. I think it almost felt like it lost its way a few times. Almost like it was, I don't know, like it was being made up as they went along. Almost like it's two films that they've just yeah put together. Yeah, pretty much. The kangaroo makeup was, it was okay. It was unfortunate in places, but it was all right. Budget limitations, I think they hindered it more than they helped it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the world that they tried to create was very ill-defined, mm-hmm. you, you know. <clears throat> Those animated sequences were such fun, though. They really were. And I'd love to see a totally animated incarnation of this in the future. Absolutely. I think that's the way to do it, mm-hmm. I think. But for me... I think I think I'm slightly easier on it than you are, which is weird because, as I said, you, you're more familiar with it. You you used to yeah. like this movie, mm-hmm. but Maybe it's that's definitely the problem, isn't it? yeah, it could be, could be, it could be an age thing. You know, you're a little bit older now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it, it's a no from me. It's a reluctant no, but mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a no. Um, I did genuinely like it though. I did enjoy it. Would I sit through it again? I don't think so. But there it is. It's a miss as well for me. So, that's it for Tank Girl. Now, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us on retrospection at mail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrospecky and on Facebook. And we've also got a Spotify playlist where you can hear the music from some of the shows and the movies that we've covered in the past. And also, if you'd like to help us keep the lights on here, you can donate to our Patreon page. And I'd like to say thank you to all our current Patreons. You're, you're really helping to... Um, to keep us going and it means a lot to us to be able to keep all our back catalogue on online for you to listen to um, and I'd like to say thank you to Adam for uh, helping me in this episode and for stepping in you're yeah, very welcome that uh, Spotify playlist I think is going to be going to be a good one oh there's well, plenty actually. to choose from isn't there yeah mm-hmm. but um, it was re- really good having you and um, I hope you enjoyed it yeah absolutely yeah it's been good fun <laughs> Excellent. Well, we look forward to having you again. Cool. And until then, until we come back with another episode, I'd like to say bye.